Greetings to one and all, it's your old buddy Jay here coming at you with some more countermeasures goodness. Uh, today I have another interview with uh, Sean Pereira. It's a, a creative lockdown podcast that discusses his journey through the design and advertising industry. Um, he runs his own company called Beyond Curious with uh, a couple of partners and uh, yeah, he has some really interesting things to say about his, uh, his experience with the industry and uh, yeah, we also caught up having not spoken for over a decade which was also really great. So apologies for the nearly two hour uh, length of this one it's another long one so I, I, I appreciate you hanging in there and uh, yeah you know like subscribe blah 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 etc etc um, and I hope you enjoy it I, I had a good time so you know, that's obviously the main thing um, now come with me and dive into my deep deep design pocket to rediscover everything you need to know about the mind of Sean Pereira <laughs> <laughs> Hello, mate. <laughs> Broadsword calling Danny Boy. Yeah. How are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> How's it going, mate? Oh, yeah, I good, man. I haven't seen you for so long. I'm really, really happy to see you. <laughs> yeah, same, same. I'm really happy to see you, too. It's literally been like, I don't know, a decade and a half oh, or no. something like that. I was that. thinking this morning when we uh, last saw each other, it was, uh, it, I think it was um, Ian Glover's leaving party in clapham we were in a bar oh, in clapham yes, yes. when he was going off to um <laughs> to the sunnier climates <laughs> yeah and, so um, like that yeah. was like 12, I mean, 12 years ago i think that's so think crazy was, when he was going off to, to really take a, a leap forward in his life <laughs> in, <laughs> exactly in, in, yeah. in all of the ways possible <laughs> he was really outstripping us on that side of things yeah so. yeah absolutely yeah he uh, yeah he definitely uh, he was just like see you later i'm going to the other side of the earth <laughs> yeah exactly just to start a life with someone yeah, just get on with it boys yeah, exactly yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I, exactly. Can, I, can, really... I didn't meet anyone in clapham so i'm going to bangkok <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly oh bless so, him yeah. so i know it's good it's um so how are you? How, yeah. how have you been? Yeah, been? really good. Thanks, mate. I, I, oh, yeah, I, I don't even know where to start. It's really no, good to see you. I know, you. it's like a decade and a half. It's yeah, so crazy. Yeah, exactly. And ha, ha, um, all things are good, yeah. Um, I think I've got married and had two kids since I last saw you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, yeah. yeah, I, think yeah, I got married to that bird that you knew at university. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're still together, going strong, so that was yeah. good. Um, you've got a little well, boy like, now as well. You got a little boy now as well, haven't you? So, yes, yeah. yes. So um, Theo, who's yeah. five, I think the same age as your eldest. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Milo's, uh, yeah, he's five, six in January. So. <laughs> so weirdly mirroring each other's lives. Yeah. What What is weird is that I I know like lots about what you've been doing, but we haven't spoken for over a decade. So like I know things like what you had for lunch and like what you did at the weekend, but we <laughs> yeah, haven't exactly. actually. All my Insta food. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. All yeah. Over that, all so over I don't that. know. Any, there's nothing that actually means anything really, but like you know we haven't. <laughs> what i like is our relationship now is like purely professional like hmm. you know we don't we don't know anything personal about each other no, no, it's all exactly. professional although that, so, that said you know i know what you're doing next weekend and what your <laughs> the coming months have got planned for you you know you've got yeah, a lot of social... to my google calendar which is absolutely fine yeah. which is great that you can, you know, be, i'm visible yeah. my life's visible to you so exactly I mean, so how about you how's things going with you uh oh, you know how's the family all good yeah good so candice and i are married uh we have mm -hmm. been for ages yeah. uh, for about 10 years we've been married yeah. uh, i moved up to birmingham and we'll, i guess we'll go through this when we kind of like chit chat anyway yeah. in you know kind of in the context of the the framework of your podcast but it, it's funny yeah. because um other than emailing the other day i just checked to see when i last we last emailed each other and it was 
an email from you that said I'm getting married and it was like 10 years ago so like it's just so bizarre like oh, it's so funny well just life just rockets by doesn't it it always rockets by in retrospect so yeah. when you're there in the moment it's like, oh you know yeah, I'm sure we'll make contact again I'm sure we'll we'll chat and it's just like 10 yeah. years goes by and it feels like in a blink of an eye yeah and especially when you have kids because like that suddenly just accelerates the process because suddenly you've got they're this other other thing going the on <laughs> they really are they're not here are they <laughs> I I better just check. I thought yours was just in front of you with like a a, a, VR helmet just off the side. I'm assuming yours are in the little cupboard behind you. Yes, that's that's where he goes when he's naughty. That's where his (laughs) eldest brother went and never left. uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's for the best. But you can always feed on him, so you know it's it's all good. It's all just two knocks and he he knocks two back and you know he's fine. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, yeah. So yeah, no, it's cool, mate. Yeah, so we married, moved up to Birmingham, and then just kind of freelanced a lot you know kind of um again we'll go through this but you know had a job in london i really loved working in london um but there was no future spiritually physically or financially for me to do that i think i would be dead now if i was still working in london no i i i left too like um well i just loved it too much i think that was my problem yeah genuinely i just loved it i loved the life too much and like candice would be like so great so you know one day we'll move into a house what how much money have you saved (laughs) yeah the hell are you talking about what money i've saved i'm like you know yeah. i've got a pint of stella in my hand and everything's fine yeah. <laughs> no but the what truth is if, even if you'd have saved a million pounds you still couldn't afford to buy a house down yeah. there so yeah, yeah. You know. yeah that cupboard that's what yeah. i'd be looking at buying yeah. like, i've got a whole bunch of those cupboards now jason i'm living all <laughs> over london um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we did the same i think we um yeah probably about nine years ago we moved um cool. out we're, we're we're further south now so i'm still in zone five so i'm still nice. hanging in there nice. but so uh, we man, we moved sort of further down towards Morden Way just because uh, we, okay. we we needed more space and um, I I needed like an off, a office space at home and all sorts of stuff. Yes, so we we just yeah. we lived in a little two bedroom flat in Brixton and it was fine for a while. Yeah, but yeah, after yeah. a while, you're just like you know you're you're sort of waking up just turning to the left and starting work. You know, yeah, so uh, you, you do is need. That, a bit is more that space. how long Deadline Creator has been going for? Sorry, um, is, it, is it that sort of same sort 12, of time? That was no, twelve years. So probably right, shortly okay, after yeah. I saw you. Um, yeah. Because I think Ian Ian uh, went away. Uh, Ian went away. Ian <laughs> <laughs> went away. He's like he, he went to away. Prison. Yeah, yeah. After him... had that incident at the playground, yeah. he had to go away for a certain time. <laughs> when you and I sent him off to boarding school that yeah, weekend. Exactly. This um, podcast is basically going to be about Ian. That's basically yeah, what it's going to yeah. be about. The mercurial glory. Well, it should be because he's the only one who listens to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... pretty much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, after that, um, Caroline and I, we, we lived in Cambodia for a little while, for like about wow. sort of five, five or six months. Amazing. Um, and I, I left okay. my... Do you mind me asking why, like, how come Cambodia? Is that where she... Caroline's originally from? Or... No, she, um, she works for BBC Media Action, which is like the kind of charity yes, part of the BBC. And okay, she, yeah. they run a whole load of different um, projects, uh, you know, okay. all, all, for, all over the globe. And um, she had the opportunity to go and run one of the projects out in Cambodia. And okay. of course, I, I, like I mean, I don't know if you did. I can't. I can't remember. But I didn't travel straight after uni. No, no, I, no I just I thought, came I straight to, to get London. A job immediately. Yeah. So then I just never had a break. So I thought, great, I'll I'll have like sort of six months um, of, of sort of, really cool. um, of of doing that. So I sort of I left my job, got down to camp, got got down to Cambodia. Just outside Cambodia, the M25. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, and basically there were loads of NGOs there that needed design work doing. So I ended up doing a lot of freelance out there. 
nice work. Um, and then when I came back, I, I just set the business up as a limited company. And uh, well yeah, done, and I, that's you? like 12 years ago now. So, wow, so that's yeah, and really I mean, I'm still in a room in my house, basically. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know. yeah, I mean, like, you know, to, 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 my parents still don't completely understand what I do. They're mm. like, what do you do? You like draw with, what are you talking about? You come no. up with ideas, you need to talk a lot. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of that. So yeah, the, the fact that we're kind of, still doing what we did at university in a roundabout hmm. kind of way is yeah, kind sure. of crazy. But really. just getting paid less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no less free grants everything. or anything like that. Oh, uh, so funny. But, but yeah, how's so it been? How's lockdown been for you, man? How's, um, how's do you know what? It's been okay because... Cool, um, good, good. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I, um, I never really uh, had uh, an office outside of working yeah, from no, home. So, so there, were, there were a few places that, um, that I sort of did hop desking for a while. You know, yeah. a couple of, thank God. A, thank God you don't have an office, mate. That yeah, absolutely but, but yeah, I think like, you know, with um, there was an ad agency I, I used to go in and do work for and um, okay. they, they I could use some of the office space there. Perfect. And okay. uh, one of my clients, because um, I do some work for British Airways, yeah, slight, yeah. slightly less now than I did sort of six months ago because they're going <laughs> yeah. through a few changes. But I think they've got rid of my desk that they set up for me. <laughs> yeah. um, I think they shredded it very specifically. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Weirdly, it was the first desk to go. Um, and yeah, so, so I had a space up there and that was fine but um working from home pr primarily really cool. and any yeah. you know i don't employ anyone full-time but any freelancers i have uh, they yeah. all do the same as me they all work from home yeah, so it's, it's you know. the model mate it's the way to do it i mean same with beyond curious it's similar sort of model really we didn't really have yeah. an office we do have a really small studio now which yeah. we now never use and we yeah. just between the three of us were able to you know literally i was just on skype with um sorry um, on teams with them you know 20 minutes ago or whatever yeah and we can you know do the same with clients like you do so yeah, it, it's been okay, and we're, we're, we're going to survive, which is yeah. brilliant. Really, can't yeah, complain yeah. about it at all. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's um it's it's good in a way, like you guys, like you know, kind of like deadline that we're we're up and running from a remote working perspective. I think yes. it's been a real struggle for us to for us to kind of get up to speed. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I just it gives me a panic attack to think of some of the rents that we could have been yeah. having to stump up for. Oh god, stuff. yeah. I mean, and also I think like the, the bigger the bigger agencies, you know, the kind of the sort of eighty plus people working yeah. in them. Yeah. I'm not so worried about those. It's, no, the, it's they'll, the, they'll be fine. Right? They'll be fine because they've got yeah. the clients to cover the the, yeah, the that cool. base, and you know, I'm sure they'll go through tough times like everybody, yeah. but they'll be fine. And then the smaller companies, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm much smaller than you are. You know, you've got your, your various sort of staff members and other people you oh, like no, to no, talk to. Oh, no, no, we just three, three founding partners and then, like yourselves, we use freelancers. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't realise. Oh, okay, it. fine. That's fine. essentially it. Oh, okay, um, fine. So you're marginally bigger, but you're not at that weird space where you've got like 10 or 15 people, no, so you do no, need no, an no, office. No, See, they're the ones that, that get properly yeah, shafted. But, I think you're right. I mean, you know, at the beginning of the year, so one of our biggest clients, well, our, our biggest client is Bridgestone Tires. Yeah. Um, and we won a couple of pitches right at the beginning of the year to win their commercial business and like various other kind of, so we were on the verge of, okay, we need to recruit and staff up. Yeah. And if we, you know, if this had not happened, or if this had happened a month later, we probably would, could have been in the position where we'd staffed up, we'd mm -hmm. got, you know, potentially a bigger premises and we would be in real trouble because obviously they as a business, yeah. you know, like British Airways, like some of your clients have kind of gone to like emergency level. And it's just oh, like yeah, yeah. business essential stuff and nothing yeah. else. And, so, and you know, like you were saying about adapting to working from home, um, what's been interesting about that is that literally I was like working on various projects. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm sure you are, which is I'm constantly spinning plates. There's jobs going yeah. on all over. Yeah. So you're constantly delivering that, starting yeah. a new, you know, so that's always happening. And then suddenly one day um, 
it was just like everybody disappeared. You know, so I was I was sort of somebody finishing. Took the plates and left you with yeah. sticks. <laughs> just smashed. <laughs> they smashed the plates and snapped the sticks. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, and and you know, and it was because. Uh, they absolutely weren't set up from working from yeah. home. Some of the people yeah. that I was working directly with didn't even have broadband at home, you know, it's which so is crazy, pretty it? rare now, but it is, it is the case. But it's that not unheard of. Don't. You go to work yeah. every day, then like, I'm just, you know, it's fine. And, yeah. uh, you know, Candy's my life partner and wife. Yeah. Um, she works for <laughs> Usborne Books. So they're pretty big publishers. And yeah. what this has had, to, what they've had to have done now, like move to like a Dropbox mm-hmm. server, you know, move yeah. to complete remote working. And yeah. it's actually it's accelerated that process for them exponentially really yeah, because yeah. they were still flipping using quark express and freehand and shit sure like that, sure they? yeah because you just sort of make do don't you just yeah. it's, it's fine you're at work it's fine but you just they didn't have any of those excuses and it's really accelerated their working practices and now they're kind of not going to look back it's like, i know well, i think it, it's funny because um i think a lot of companies that you know or people that um you know freelancers that go into design studios and ad studios and you know i think they always thought oh, I'll get to that at some point. Yeah. That yeah. Some t- at some point I'll be able to work from home, but you know, I don't need to worry about it today because we're too busy. Yeah. So we'll just crack on with it. And suddenly yeah. the world's like, actually now you need to work from home. You so, can't have, it's kind of a law. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of, you will be shot trying to go to Sainsbury's if you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, so, so I think like in that respect and, it, and weirdly for our profession, um, you know, most designers have their own, setup of some sort they'll have a laptop even if they're not set up at home or they don't have a home office so you know i I, a lot of designers i've spoken to the transition from you know from what they do day to day to working from home has was pretty much well i finished on friday and then i started at home on monday (laughs) you know so it wasn't so different um you know i mean i think the the bigger challenges that i've found so you know and and i'm sure like you mate so you're being kind of the creative director and being that that kind of engine that's fine and that's not we haven't really missed a step on that Mm -hmm. and being able to brainstorm via skype or via teams that's all cool as well with the kind of the other creative i work with yeah the account manager the the the, one of the points of struggle is onboarding and and chasing new business yeah so that that, that's always been easier face to face you can just have a chat to someone of course yeah or or when you're in a bigger business you meet someone and they gotta go oh actually well i've got you can i just chat to you about something yeah uh, yeah exactly yeah on that, yeah. that has become more challenging to be honest it is something that we're having to adapt you know just by you know so so this video podcast we're doing now but almost mm-hmm. doing like um via linkedin kind of video responses to messages mm-hmm. and like trying to figure out new ways of connecting to people yes. when you can't meet them face to face yeah yeah um no, no, I, I hear that entirely into relationships that's yeah that that, that is a struggle well honest. it's funny because like when you're a small business you rely on those personal relationships yeah. so much for your yeah. Um, not always just for, you know, we're friends, hey, give me some work. Yeah, no, but no, no. the contacts and the group that you yeah. make, uh, you know, the groups that you make around those projects, mm-hmm. like you said, you can be working on one project and suddenly someone will say, oh, I have two more coming up next week we can talk about. Whereas yeah. if, you know, people are like, well, th- we're still going to do this project, but uh, there's a pin in it at the moment. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll pick it up in a couple of weeks. Suddenly you're like, well, actually the way that that new business comes in is now stalled with yeah. that client and yeah. what happened during the kind of start of the pandemic was that was happening all over the place because yeah. obviously firstly budgets were just being put on hold because everyone's like oh shit we're going to need to keep out, all our money well. yeah. yeah it's the uh, end of the world as well yeah exactly and then then suddenly yeah. you know the you know because i work with a lot of uh, people in various marketing teams within businesses mm. and uh, suddenly they're all furloughed 
So they're like, yeah, yeah I'll catch wow. up with you in September. And it's a bit like, okay, well, we'll okay. see how that goes. Yeah. yeah and so, I mean, I luckily game. I've had enough work to kind oh, of well keep done, going. Cool. Um, but it's one of those things where what I have realized is that I like being insanely busy all the time. So yeah, like, yeah. I like lots of things going on all the time. Yeah. That's where I like to function in that little bit between not busy enough and total insanity. There's yeah, a little bit in sure. between that's like, you know, that I, I like the pressure and it keeps me on the edge suddenly yeah. when i've got a job which is just like here's a day's work and then i do it and i'm like right then <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> that's i don't feel challenged unless i've got I that pressure it's, for it's really, i was going to ask so. you that i mean I, I think one of the things that I, I i had to get my head around being my own business is there's only so many people you can call there's only so much work you can do that's paid so when yeah. that's all done when yeah. you called everyone you could call and when you try to generate enough noise about you and your business as possible, what yes. do you do then? Like, yeah. you know, there's no point sitting in front of your computer and just freaking out. No, that no. That doesn't help you. And like, just like doing, I think, you know, noticing what you do, you know, doing kind of like, uh, I don't know, comic books or kind of drawing yeah. or doing yeah. some art piece or like going for a walk or doing yeah. all of that stuff. A walk? <laughs> I mean, obviously, like a brainstorming walk. I'm close, I mean. I'm close to Croydon. I don't, I, I, it's <laughs> mandatory that you need a shotgun as well as a face mask. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, you obviously go out in your kind of four-by-four four zombie protection unit. That's yeah. obviously what I mean. <laughs> I've been welding that for six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just need myself to weld. I have to go into YouTube. <laughs> well, I think that has been uh, uh, the flip side of the whole situation for yeah. me personally, is that I've had, I've had more time to do some projects that I wanted to start. Well, so that's cool. That's, that's, that's really what this cool. is, really, is this is yeah. part of that because i thought one day i'd like to do a podcast and i thought one day i'd like to start a youtube channel and then yeah. suddenly it's like yeah, the it's world's cool, like it's really cool that's really smart it's really well, smart thinking well it's funny you should say about how to stay in contact with people and new mm. business um without being the guy that's constantly emailing saying yes i'm still yeah. here i'm still by yeah. my desk oh, by the way. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, still a little bit sadder than yesterday but don't worry <laughs> you know, exactly. so, and, it, and i saw this thing on your website and then i've just done it for you do you yeah. like it okay what are you doing <laughs> well yeah but that that kind of approach uh you know doesn't really work when everyone's under pressure and well, you don't furloughed, as you say it's just like i've you know i don't yeah. know if i've got a job never mind could give you work. well exactly but also no, you know no. people um um, I found that like, uh, you know, when people contact me out of the blue and then they'll sort of say, I'm doing this and there's this thing happening and here's some work I've done. I'm like, great. But then a week later when they follow me up, I'm instantly annoyed. It just annoys me straight away. So I don't ever want to do that with people. I feel mm. it annoys me. I don't want to do that with people. So, so what has been quite good about doing this kind of podcast thing and the YouTube thing is yeah. I've kind of been able to stay in contact with people about oh, something cool. else. That's that really isn't cool. necessarily work related. That's so and key, man. It's so key. Because as you say, there's only so many times you can ring up a client who likes you, you like them, you yeah. get on really well, you enjoy working together. Yeah. But you, if you're not careful, you erode that through yes. your need to just want to do more for them. Because yes, then they're like, exactly. actually, can you, like, we've done a project together, we've done this really great stuff, but I've got like 50 other things that I can't actually use your skills for, mm -hmm. but still need to be done. So could you just back up? You just never want to get into that place. No, so, exactly. Yeah. And it's hard say, to have a different thing to speak to them about is, is really smart. It's really, yeah. It's really and, cool. and the real, because that's what I think, like, you know, the relationships always outweigh like mm. the work always. that comes in. Because, like, you know, I, there's clients come to me sometimes and they're like, we've got all the money, let's spend it and then other times they come and they're like we don't have any money so like yeah. for me i always kind of think well it's good 
it's good new business yeah. for me to kind of do those other yeah. projects where there's no budget or very yeah. small budget because then it leads to other jobs we build good relationships yeah. and you know like yeah. half like when i started the business within a, a like a year or two um half of my clients came to my wedding because yeah. we got you know because we've got really good friends and, and you know it's, it's so important it's, it's one of the things you know it's that way more important talk. yeah yeah the, the the relationships you build with those people and they're not gonna be like your bezzy mates or anything hmm. but the fact that they can work with you and you're human and you maybe ask them how the family is and you maybe know a little bit about that and it, and it feels yeah. genuine and yeah. real and yeah. i do genuinely care about how you are and all that stuff they would rather work with humans you yeah, know, other exactly. humans like them that yes. kind of understand maybe they're having a bad day or maybe understand that they're under pressure or whatever. Yes, um, yeah. I think that kind of relationship marketing is so important, especially to agencies of our size, you know, kind of yeah. micro agencies, you would argue. Yeah. Yeah. I think to have those existing relationships with people is, is super important. And yeah, especially exactly. now exactly. where you can't go and chat to them. If you know yes, I mean. no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because like you said, maybe you're not close enough friends to be like, Hey, what did you do this weekend? You know, yeah, exactly. uh, but you but you, yeah. you know each other on a kind of professional level that yeah. um you 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 have a shorthand and an understanding of each yeah, other. I think so. so. Yeah, I you think know, so. but but it, I think like you know the the furlough. I mean, the old government gravy train just cut through everything. Everyone's sort of sitting back playing Zelda on their couch. So crazy. Know? Yeah, it's <laughs> it so crazy. crazy. I think, um, you know, I'm sure like you, you know, I work with lots of marketeers and, the, and as the furlough scheme is coming to the end, I think a lot of big businesses, to be fair, are looking at their marketing teams and sort of saying, well, why have we got 100 people in marketing? What the hell's going on here? Yeah. yeah. Do we need seven people per team, eight people per team? And it's, it's probably unfair because they probably do. But yeah. the economics of that, when no one's traveling, everyone's staying at home is all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I think there is going to be a real, and it, it is something that does concern me, um, yeah. you know, for the, for the sake of my industry, I think there will be a lot of streamlining that will affect a lot of people. Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. Because think, also you know, those companies probably them. had that group of people um, because, uh, you know, it's all about growth and expanding. Yeah. And now yeah. people are thinking, actually, we just want to survive. So yeah. how do yeah, we, you know, what do we need to do to make sure we're still here in five years, two years, six months, you know? Definitely, and, definitely. and if that means that the last three people in marketing that they got in to do this new business suddenly are struggling with their job because there isn't that much work out there, then they're yeah. the first to go. You know, I'm seeing it, it all so over. Yeah, but especially in like retail and hospitality yeah. and, you know, kind of like big pub chains and, you know, these guys that produce a lot of collateral, like, you know, seasonal collateral in one way yes. or the other. Yeah. Just don't, there's no need for it at the moment. No, so, no, you know, no, exactly. It's really worrying. It's really worrying. Yeah. And a lot of people in bigger client facing jobs have been there for a long time. So they mm-hmm. all of a sudden have been there for five years or 10 years or even 15 years. And then all of a sudden yeah. they're kind of not qualified for anything else. They're used to working within a bubble of a yeah. specific company and then to break free of that is is really challenging so yeah, it must yeah, be really it's, it's stressful if you're in that i think if you're in that kind of early 50s age Ooh. bracket you haven't retired yet but you've yeah. just been you've just been let go i think that's a really difficult place um, to be um i mean yeah. i don't know about us i think about what am i going to be doing in 10 years i think i'm going to be sat here <laughs> yeah doing this basically doing this pretty much Brea, that's what I, that's my yeah. dream my dream is small sean it's a small <laughs> dream <laughs> I had the same small dream from a very small man. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm small in all ways. That's it. Just don't don't um, dream too big, and you'll never be disappointed. I mean, to I think, write that on my son's wall maybe would have been too far, but I think he just needs grounding. I, really I think do just tattoo his inner arm with it. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so um, um, yeah, I, well, it, like I said, it's really good to see you, and uh, obviously, like I've just we just got so much to say about everything, I know, which is just. Um, I've been recording this, by the way, as we've been going. Oh, good, so we good. are. Oh, yes, it is just. Gorgeous. 
just, so do you um, want me to record as well? Sorry, did you, uh, do you, a double you might as well video? do from now. Um, yeah, if you just hit the record record button in your right. okay, your please request record permission from the oh, meeting. yeah, you have to do that thing. Okay, let do me just um, um, mate, I'm really fascinated up. about your podcast and how you go about putting it together. I think it's yeah, I think it's really good. Um, I think it's done really well as well. And yeah, yeah, it's been it's a bit of a weird one because what started was that I started um, wanting. You should have a thing come up now. Sure, I yeah, I'm on. Yeah. I'm on. I'm great, great. Um, yeah, basically, I just wanted to. Um, I thought maybe one day. Okay, so my long term dream, apart from getting old in this small room, nice. is um, is I might like to write something one day. Yeah. I thought maybe one day, you know, it would be good to like do something like write a book right in my in my twilight years when the hands don't work properly anymore i could still press a keyboard i thought Uh, i'd quite like to write something and then i realized i'm shit at writing yeah Yeah. so (laughs) i think that process of i can write a sitcom i'm a funny guy i can write a sitcom so you sit down and try and do it and like oh this is this is feces my writing is actual feces that's coming out of my brain onto the paper this is it's just bollocks what i'm writing or it's borrowed or it's it's just not funny. Yeah, you, but you always think in of, the back of your mind, I'll be okay at that. Yeah, so I so I think I thought, when was no, the last no, time no. I wrote something that was interesting to anyone else but me? And I thought, well, probably when I was like nineteen or twenty, when we did yeah. when we used to do our um, presentations in the Jesse yeah. Phipps Theatre yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff, and you, those yeah. were really interesting. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'll start doing that a little bit. Um, and then I thought, well, maybe I'll turn them into like a little YouTube thing. So I started doing yeah, these little films, and then it just got a little bit of traction. Some I had like. 30 subscribers for absolutely well, that's ages. brilliant mate i think that's so isn't that amazing i think it's like, so, so good yeah don't know you or maybe, okay let's say 50 percent of these people don't know you yeah there's still 50 percent of people that are interested in what you're saying your opinions on stuff yeah and um you know i think that's that's brilliant i think that's so cool but so it I has been so that's kind of generally and then you know it's kind of grown a little bit and um and then with i thought well i'd do the podcast as well because everyone's kind yeah. of stuck at home and and one thing or another and then i thought well it'd be quite interesting to talk to some other creatives slash catch yeah. up with people i haven't spoken to for ages yeah. you know and um and just just sort of talk about it's pretty much all I know about. <laughs> so I thought it might be quite interesting to probably not to everybody, but to within our group and certainly I within like friends that we know, etc. There, everybody's been contacting me about maybe oh, coming cool. on the podcast or kind of you know oh, that they liked it. And mate, stuff. That's really cool. And, you know, so it's been good. It's been good, and you know, I appreciate you coming on it because I know you, you know there's um obviously there's no financial gain for you here. <laughs> oh there isn't but no okay sorry (laughs) i know you know there's no other than you know when it goes up on youtube every click i get a thousand pounds so you know a thousand pounds per click wow that's got quite a good deal with them yeah exactly have you done that you and joe rogan you're moving to spotify yeah that's it yeah something he's in the next room actually yeah keep it down keep it down for fuck's sake sorry robert downey's in there again so noisy um i mean i see you know i can see the context and no sorry i can see the construct of your podcast and you pushing it forward and interviewing people from and within the industry Mm. i think that's a really smart interesting way of doing it and also talking about their lineage and their journey and all that stuff yeah yeah i can really see it going going and going and going and kind of practicing on on normos yeah (laughs) i mean i thought so yeah well i mean that's what you know that's what the the process has been is just you know and every time i've done it i've learned something new about it you know whether whether it's um within the conversation or whether it's just lighting or like you know that whole world that you know especially like 
with the the YouTube videos with like editing and stuff. Like that. I've learned yeah, a whole lot about that. They're really um, slick, man. They're really. I really like them. I mean, you know, I've 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 kind of done a bit of um, Adobe Premiere and I kind of I've, I've played yeah. around with that. Yeah. And it's 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 not simple until it is simpler, but yeah. it's still quite a complex. It's just practice. It's practice and practice, and that's why I like doing them because I think like every time I'm doing them, even if the end product isn't a hundred percent of what I wanted, it's still fairly decent, and I feel like I've learned something. So it's all just a learning process. I mean, the funny thing is, is like now like this one last week i did i did one about um like color theory and it got it got over like 300 hits so people cool. watched it through and I, was, I was like brilliant and then i started doing like little reviews of like because it's much quicker just to stick up like a film trailer or uh or some game you know some yeah. ps4 gameplay yeah. and talk about the design of that that gets like about 10 views <laughs> so like there's there's a clear i'm getting clear messages <laughs> So what's that difference then? What what is the is it is it just one is more compelling to watch? Or? Yeah, I think so. I think also, um, you know, if I'm talking about like a trailer that's just dropped and it's like the design of like you know the the new Dune film which is coming out, which looks amazing. Yeah, looks um, wicked, doesn't there's it? There's a lot of people doing that, so right, I think the, the okay, comp- okay. you know you're unlikely to get many people um, hitting you know looking for you know they're looking for it, but you're quite far down the, the you, search list. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of railroading your own podcast. No, no, not at all. No. How do you? Going draw people to the podcast so other than how do you kind of advertise i suppose how do you kind of spread the word it's hard because again it's one of those things uh about not being in people's face too much Mm. i'm trying not to do but really it's social media so it's like you know you know just i always put a mention on facebook um, or like um twitter or whatever um just to sort of let my immediate friends and family know that there's something up um but then linkedin's been quite good because i was gonna ask you about linkedin i thought that was a really sensible place because yours is a kind of an industry centric podcast it kind of makes sense from my perspective too yeah yeah. you do that through linkedin yeah Yeah. so the the linkedin thing's been quite good because then i'll have friends that will comment on it or like it and then obviously their link their contacts then can see it as well can then come so so it's good profile raisers all round isn't it yeah exactly i've had i've had some good feedback on on that cool. and and it's been it's been really interesting actually because like it's sort of becoming its own thing and i mm. you know i'm not taking the ball off the fact that i have to feed my family and run the business but this <laughs> other thing sort of has just come out of it which has been quite creative process yeah it's been, sure. it's been different to do what's been interesting about it is i realized that you know i've been designing and doing like ad campaign stuff for other people for so long yeah of course. i've built up this kind of like back catalog of stuff that i want to do that i can never quite get into projects yeah uh, and now i'm doing this stuff for myself i'm like well now i can just do it whenever i want that's so cool you, you know, know so, like, and we've not worked together for years but even just at university you 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 were so good at plate spinning as you described but i think it's almost like in the plate spinning is what you enjoyed as well mm, so like more yeah. and more projects is what you like and actually sure. sometimes and I, I'm, this is just a presumption and correct me if i'm wrong but it's completing and getting to those projects that you really want to do so obviously yeah, there's all course. the plate spinning you do for everyone else and yeah, that's great yeah. but what about yeah. your stuff that you want to achieve then yes. they kind of get put 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 on the back it does now. yeah it does and and i saw and the same with you i mean um because you always drew like i did all through college and we had sketchbooks mm. and we were always yeah. encouraged to be visually yeah. you know making books and stuff and i saw you did like a whole um i just uh, i kind of had to yeah just like a whole and it's something i've not done since we're at university yeah because you and, don't have and, the time and you know um and also maybe you also uh or maybe you know maybe you are just as busy but actually you're like i, I feel like i should be doing 
something yeah. else i've got you know That's i've got this little thing. window a little chance yeah. to do this so so why not i mean you know exactly i mean from my perspective because you know being creative directors but also the kind of one of the new business people of our business i do have to spend quite a lot of time in kind of corporate linkedin world and which is fine i've no problem doing sure. and kind of and, and communicating in 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 quite a corporate way and mm -hmm. in a lot of times and and what a counterpoint to that was just creating a sketchbook and creating something truly creative that no one else yeah. needed to see but me or no one else needed to enjoy but me yes. which is which kind of is compelling and it and, and then posting it on linkedin was really interesting because lots of people really liked it yeah, and it actually wasn't for linkedin in a way if no 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 but i think that's something interesting because Quite it interesting. it yeah. also shows that there's a whole part to you that isn't completely 100 percent business focused if yeah. you like yeah. it shows that actually while that is your job that's not where it came from you yeah. know it's like that what what came first is that you enjoyed being creative and you enjoyed yeah. being drawing and you enjoyed doing design advertising it just so happens yeah. that what your creative side of you fits into this industry yes but yeah. actually you know you might want to go home and paint a massive canvas that has nothing to do with anything other than you and that canvas and i think exactly. that that's, that's exactly. uh, incredibly freeing to have yeah. that be able to do that you know and just psychologically from my perspective really important because otherwise mm. i think i would just lose my marbles even more than i've done already obviously sure. but sure i think i, mean, just, I haven't I looked think, at every page but does some of them is it just red rum again and again a lot of it is quite aggressive swearing <laughs> just 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 about very specific people in my life just about zoom calls <laughs> My lives as well. Did you notice I said that? Like I've had multiple yeah. lives. So that's, that's obviously a big part Your of my Your previous schedule. lives. Yeah, you're reincarnated. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's quite uh, problematic. A lot of it was done on skin as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's quite a But big the part. skin of others. Yeah, which yeah, is... Yeah, yeah. puts the moisturiser <laughs> in the bucket. So... <laughs> That was quite important. So yeah, my skin-based sketchbook work has yeah, been useful. It's working well. <laughs> it's got me through a tough time. It really has. It really has. It's been so important to me. So that, that, that's all good news, mate. Um, but um, we probably should start uh, yeah, sorry, sort of going through the question. No, no, no. This is great. This is great. No, it's great yeah. to catch up with you. I mean, you know, um, I've had a few people sort of say, oh, I really like the podcast, but they're a bit long. And I'm like, well, you know, if you didn't, you don't have to listen to all of it. It's just kind of, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that slightly fucky response. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to listen to all of it. Yeah, I'm, just like, I'm just like, well, don't, don't listen to it then. You know, I mean, like, go and do something else. Wanker. Wanker. <laughs> No, but like, no, actually, I've had a lot of good feedback, but you know, some some people were sort of saying, "Well, maybe you could trim it down a bit." But I, 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 I think it's difficult, isn't it? I, I think one of the things that podcasts do really brilliantly that I enjoy as well is like the long form of it, the discussion, mm, yeah. the chat of it. I think is really yeah. Positive. I like the informal. I mean, there's there's a structure to this. <laughs> there is a structure to this, believe it or not. <laughs> but uh, but I like the fact that um, yeah, I mean, because we could easily be talking like this down the pub. Do you know what I mean? Pretty it's much, that kind yeah, of uh, well, yeah, I'm pissed now. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I'm actually in a pub. <laughs> 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 I broke in. No one's, no one's in there. The blue parrot for the yeah, the, yeah, the movies. Yeah, I, like but, you know, I think what's good and, you know, and I knew it would be the case, which is like, you know, having not spoke to you for like over a decade, yeah. it's literally like I saw you yesterday. So, yeah, you know, no, it is, uh, it's, you mate, always know um, it's going to be uh, good to catch up. Um, so I probably should start off. Uh, yeah. So there are 10 questions. Yes, I have them here. <laughs> and we can go through as quickly or as, as, as slowly as you like. Um, but yeah, I guess the first one is, um, you know, um, we sort of touched on uh, some of these already, but we, we can just go through. Um, so the yeah. first one is like when you first remember yourself being creative, you know, I guess that's the so thing. I think this is a really interesting one because I think, and you know, I think I've heard other people talk on, on your podcast previously. It's probably childhood, you mm. know, when, when, you know, when you kind of feel yourself enjoying drawing and enjoying being, it's not even being creative, is it? It's, it's just being kind of free and really letting your imagination 
run wild. And I, and I, I thought of an example that you might, might kind of find familiar. So one of the things I really liked doing as a kid were like drawings of Star Wars battles. So like drawing like a TIE fighter and an X-Wing. I still do that. But, <laughs> but like drawing the bullets between all the different okay. things. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Drawing, and, and like kind of creating the story and the narrative as I was drawing as well. So like yeah. expressing your imagination, but on paper. Yeah. I just love doing that. And, it, and it's really great, nice yeah. to see like Theo doing a similar sort of thing. Uh, so you draw I, the figures I, I and then... I just tell him to go away while I'm having fun, actually. But no, yeah. I, I, I quite like You take his he, pencil and say, yeah, you're not doing it over there. That is not what a Y-wing looks like, you idiot. And I do say idiot. You're the angle wrong. of the laser is all wrong. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're clearly not repulsor turrets. What the hell? But that's um, funny, like you say, so I can remember like drawing the ships and then once yeah. you've kind of almost drawn everything, then you do the kind of traces yeah. of what was happening. It's like the tracer bullets and all that stuff. Ah, and yeah, okay, that's yeah. really stuck in my head as a as a real kind of moment of, I love doing that. And I think mm. one of the things I really struggled with as a kid, and we'll go on and talk about my very mixed education, that, <laughs> sort of history <laughs> that I went through. One of the things that I, I remember being good at, at school and also in, in, in all those kind of young contexts was being good at drawing. Mm. And I don't okay. really remember being much good at anything else. He's the drawer, that's what they were saying. He draws, yeah, he draws, yeah. Like, he draws, um, and, you know, to kind of, I suppose, to kind of move on to your next question, as, as I kind of went through the education system, I just didn't yeah. get, I don't really remember getting on with it. I mean, being mm. dyslexic, which is what I am, um, yeah. kind of, and, and also inherently lazy. So like d dyslexia, which is an actual thing, and laziness, <laughs> which is like a life decision I went through at a very early age, that kind of combination, it's quite a heady cocktail. Um, I think it ultimately results in bone idleness. I think, it's <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's officially called that. Yeah, I think if you yeah, look yeah. it up, that's what it says. Yeah, so I was, I was a, like a professional bone idol from quite a young age. So when um, did you first, because obviously when we were younger, which is, you mm. know, back when the world was black and white. Black and white, um, yeah, black You know, white, when, yeah. when did they first identify your dyslexia was it picked so, up quite early because these yeah, days so they're, they're on it straight away whereas yeah, when we really were younger, it wasn't really so much. midway through secondary school um when they kind of assessed and looked at stuff like that um and then i left that secondary school to go to another secondary school mm -hmm. um and then it just wasn't picked up at all it wasn't something that was kind of really acknowledged great and good, I think good detail notes on the crossover then <laughs> It was just like it was his, his Sean, he likes to draw. Great, okay, well, great. good one, good one, good for him. Um, but yeah, I just I, I remember just really simple things like you know, being in school and just not being able to understand the tasks we're being asked to do. Mm -hmm. So I remember, like, you know, we had like a, a creative writing mm -hmm. sort of challenge, and I love creative writing, that's great, but I didn't put any punctuation in it, like, I didn't right. understand the nature of it. So I would just write this stream of consciousness, yeah, like, like you know, like, like the, the, the kind of witterings of a madman, essentially. Yeah. And my teacher would be like, well, where's, where's any commas or full stops? What the hell is this? You yeah, I mean? sure. And sure. I think my dyslexia prevented me from, um, from engaging with education as, as a whole, I think. It was something that I probably shied away from. I was probably embarrassed about. Like I, like I, and even still now, um, if I'm asked to, in a presentation, read some copy, you know, yeah. to, to, for a client, a client to understand, it's something yeah. I really struggle with, even still, whereas it, I can eloquently talk the, about it. Is it the... Um... Because, you know, I, I know, understand there's lots of different forms of dyslexia mm. and different levels. Um, you know, I, I mean, it sounds like yours is like a sort of almost like a structural based thing. Is I it think kind of... so. I th yeah, I think you're probably right. And I think specifically when it's reading and reading out loud, I think yeah. that, that becomes a real problem. It's almost like, I mean, I've kind of said this before, it's almost like the words jumble around a bit or, or I sure. try to skip to the end of the words without kind of 
finding the stuff that's in the middle and giving myself time to construct the sentence properly. Sure, sure. And just like, I, and like even spelling, like spelling words, like area, I yeah. will spell wrong, I go two times out of four. Do you know, 50% of the time, yeah. I'll spell it the craziest word to spell wrong because yeah. how else the hell are you spelling it? If but it's just, yeah, I guess, but it's just those things, isn't it? Maybe when we were really young, people would be like, oh, it's just like a little quirk or it's a little thing. Or he's, he's not paying attention. And that's yeah, why yeah. he doesn't get it. Do you know what I mean? Sure, Please pay yeah. attention. Pay attention rather than the, so like you kind of spending time investigating this a little bit is like dyslexia has a lot to do with balance. So you do a lot of mm-hmm. balance exercises and it can help you. Yes. Okay. Through, you know, through dyslexia or just certain colors and overlaying colors on top of type. Yeah. can allow your brain to kind of to pick up all those different pieces of of your kind of meaning in in, in the copy you're reading and stuff so oh, so i guess maybe it's to do with you know maybe the perception of of what you're reading yeah, and the emphasis possibly, of words possibly. maybe that links and as to i the... said before you know I, I don't want to use that as the excuse I, I was ultimately a lazy bugger as well and that, that was that, that was definitely <laughs> yeah but i mean the thing is is that you've you've done really really well and you have uh you know you've had a great career and you know you've done a lot you've been you know you've had lots you've done lots of really interesting things you're obviously incredibly creative and like when we were at college together this is me blowing smoke by the way when we were yeah, at college together yeah yeah go on go on um <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you know uh it, you know obviously it while it was uh, a challenge to you that you were aware yes. of it didn't yeah. stop you in any no, way from no. doing what you wanted you just, to do I think you know, like 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 any like anyone, and, and not that this was um, something that was massively hampering. But you build systems around it, don't you? If you know what I mean. So sure. probably because yeah. of that that lack of ability academically, I had to kind of increase my eloquence. I had to be mm-hmm. able to express myself in a really sure. clear and concise and yeah. energetic and energy filled way. So that kind of it rebalanced itself. I yeah, suppose. sure. So it, it kind of compensated for the bits that you struggle exactly. with, but it kind of worked really well in, in doing so, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. But, you know, as I went through education, I just remember not really achieving anything in education. Yeah. You know, in the, I'm, you know I retook my GCSEs. I've only got two GCSEs, art and drama. So yeah. that kind of... That, that, that That's all you need. You don't even need drama. I mean, if you say to Stephen Hawking while he was still up, yeah, what do yeah. you, I'm sure he had art and drama as well. I'm pretty sure of that. So yeah, all of you. All I'm of struggling you with drama, but he's definitely had art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe tap dancing. I don't know. We can't say that. <laughs> I was wondering at what point we might have to edit that out. We'll have to edit. No, cut I'm sure it's cut fine. Bit. It's, nobody's listening, so it's fine. Yeah, um, it's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. When I start going on my Black Lives Matter rant, yeah, that's what you yeah, when you start pumping the fist and the yeah. flag comes down. Another thing about the YouTube movement. Right? <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so that was that was kind of schooling ultimately that I kind of disconnected from, as as I said, and and yeah. and it wasn't really till I got to oh, like art college and kind of it, that kind of started to make sense that I could kind mm-hmm. of see a path of oh okay I can maybe use this talent for something and this yeah. this talent could ultimately give me something. And then going on to university, that's when it it, it didn't sort of crystallise, but it did start to, the smoke started to clear a little bit. Yeah. And just what? meeting people like yourself, mate, meeting people at university that were as creative as me, yeah. if you know what I mean. Actually, I found really inspiring. And it, again, it just sort of thought, oh, okay, there are other people out there like me, you know, that just yeah, kind of I like think... creative and like pictures. And, yeah, you know, up, up that until that ideas. point, you, your friends at school might be a mixture of different, yeah. their, their, heading, their skill yeah. sets are all different. And then yeah. when, you, when you go to a kind of more focused, sort of educational setting where you're surrounded by other people that are of a like mind there's something incredibly like inspiring about that when Definitely. you see you know and obviously you know and competitive as well because suddenly like yeah, of course i'm, yeah, I'm of course. you know but i'm the drawer 
you know, you yeah, know yeah. Like, hold on, so, I can draw the best. And then you see someone, I mean, you, you'll probably recognize that, someone like Tom Ruku, who, who yeah. you know, went off to, went to Centre of St. Martins. Oh, no, no, that's what a good drawer is like. Yeah, oh, it's suddenly, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that because it, yeah, it, it ups everybody's game. You know, you suddenly, Definitely. you're suddenly, uh, and it also helps you, I think, focus on the things you're good at and mm. almost ignore the things that you're not so good at. You know, yeah, or not, not, not that you're not so good at, but compared no, no, I, to, I agree, compared to I, the person yeah. sat next to you, you know, yeah. you're not the drawer, you know, exactly. but then... Well, but and even from like a design perspective, and, you know, again, we'll go on and talk a little bit more about this, but, you know, I, I'm an adequate designer, but I'm not a great designer at all. And I think it, in a way it takes part of your journey, especially when you start to get very specific, is to recognise that. And like sure. what I can do is I can come up with loads of good ideas. I'm full of like full of ideas and energy and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's what I can do. And I think yeah. that's kind of, yeah, that, that as you say, part of that educational journey and then as you go into your first job and stuff that's kind of what you what you start to learn start sure to sure and i think you know um you know we came out of uni i'm not sure we had the skill set to sit in front of a mac and design anything oh, i don't, no. well, that's I don't think thing, we did I, no. I think it was all about ideas which yeah, was well, yeah. which I absolutely loved. I mean, yeah. you know, the the Norwegian con, you know contingent of our yeah. course were like, you know, where are the typefaces and the, you know all this kind of stuff. And 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 while <laughs> yeah, that is important at the yeah, time, I was just are like, important. There's no difference they are important. It, but, but like, yeah. but at that time, it was more about like concepts and ideas, and um, you know, kind of almost the end result was almost not the point of most of those briefs. It was I, the I journey think that's of the thing. Like, and, you understanding. Know, I remember that. being at university and not really understanding that. We're like, hold oh, surely. We should be doing stuff on computers and that's what it's all about and and you know that that's the most important skill and it is a skill of our trade but there, mm -hmm. there are trade tools yeah that isn't the the origin of what we do i don't believe anyway i think you know the craft is the thing and the craft is the the, the beauty of what we do but yeah. it's got to start with an idea it's got to start with something and i think sure. that's what we luckily really that's what one of our big focuses at university was well, what's the ideas behind this guys yes. what's the idea yeah. here? and then the vehicle is whatever it is and you you, you know i i think i'd like to think it was deliberate but i think Bayard <laughs> just Bayard just didn't cover that part yeah i think, I think that, that right. if you yeah. were to go to a to a course now you probably have your first year where you're you're testing it out like the carousel stuff we did with photography yeah. and illustration you try. yeah the second year you'd probably do the high concept stuff mm -hmm. you know like um like with phil thompson you do the kind of yeah. you know all that stuff and then the third year i think you'd you get your head down in terms of this these are the tools to take your ideas forward but yeah, our third year was just package get on with learning it, yeah basically. yeah and but i think our third year was like a repeat of the second yeah. year i think you're um, right I think you know because right. it wasn't until i got to working in my first job that i was suddenly i was competent in as much as i'd done a few bits and pieces before and you but, were like 10 times better than me so let's be clear <laughs> if you were competent i don't know what i was it was, like it was just of, like getting through what, how do i what do i do i use it on my eye like, what is this? <laughs> where, where does this go again <laughs> I remember um, one of my very first things I was given an agency. I remember he was like, can you just design, I don't know if it was a logo, but it was a thing. And I remember like spending ages on it, giving him like 50 different versions and like hand drawing them. And he's like, what are you doing? Like yeah. I need this thing. I yeah, need it in sure. 20 minutes is what I need it. And then yeah. I need to do five other things afterwards. Yeah, it's a bit like, yeah. Oh, okay. So but, I think that that, that trade and the learning your crafts, your yeah, skills. Yeah. Uh, does I, I definitely went through the first thing. I mean, we can probably thank Phil Thompson for that experience <laughs> because, you know, literally the first couple of weeks yeah, and, and certainly on placements and that you're, you know, you, you, when you're at college, you've got all the weeks oh, to do the yeah. work. Or just, uh, but, I mean, but yeah. then, you know, when you start in a professional environment, even when they're going easy on you, they're like, well, you've yeah. got like two hours, you know, and it's yeah, like, what? Exactly. But I haven't and got my last you're you potentially know. with a placement of someone else who maybe is better than you. So if you can't do in two hours, I'll probably get yeah. that guy to do it in two hours. And then what yeah. are you here for? 
if you know yeah what sure saying. sure and, and then think, that, that becomes like oh okay that's a bit a bit that, crazy there so. is a competitive edge i don't think i've ever sort of touched on before but like there is a competitive edge when you're you know doing placements or you first start so. your job if someone else is starting at the same time as you or yeah. is relatively new you're instantly locking horns with that person yeah, because you're like, yeah. well, it's it's me or you, mate, you know. <laughs> so. which, which, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, because, you know, I was uh, because you're quite young as well. So you're quite insecure. You're in this kind mm. of like crazy big environment, you know, and go on. And, you know, this is your kind of your your next question. Like I very much like left Birmingham University like yeah. you and came down to London, maybe a bit starry eyed and, and definitely naive. Yeah. And essentially slept on my big sister's living room floor for six months going to interview after interview like taking live drawings along to an interview going yeah. look this is this here's my, here's my last project this is my yeah. end of term project that was really yeah. good and like how long did you spend on that about three months it's like, yeah yeah exactly what? <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah, it's but, totally underdone i suppose yeah. there's something quite heartbreaking where you know i can remember that stage of showing um my work because i started working at beresford's when i moved down and you know mm. um, and oh, um brilliant yeah well, i did a placement there thanks to um john lowe and yeah um, oh, that's so uh, and then I got a placement but I remember you know they were casually sort of flicking through some of my favorite projects and I was yeah. like don't casually flick through yeah. Let's talk this is to a them. thing this is a really but, big thing but I yeah. know now what they were looking for but yeah. then it was just like yeah exactly you, you have to get over that that personal this is all very personal to me and understand I think that so I think you know seeing, and you know much like yourself you know having gone through recruitment being a creative director looking at juniors portfolios mm. looking at it from that perspective you are looking for the, the, the kind of the raw creative energy yeah. because you know what you're producing as a student isn't that good not really no, I mean it's no. fine and it probably looks nice but the depth and the richness and the kind of the competency of isn't what I'm looking for it's the do you have that thing do you have a bit of a spark about you yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think that was one of the things that you know and, and when I eventually got a, a long-term placement at a company called Marketing Drive yeah that, I think they really require uh, recruited me for me rather yes. than for my book in a lot of ways, if you yeah. know what I mean. I think yeah. my book was, was fairly basic and I'd refined it and refined it and refined it and John done new stuff and all that stuff. But I remember the, just the guy who recruited just really liked me, I think. Yes. And he just thought, actually, you as a junior, you've got a bit of spark about you. You're obviously a bit yeah. creative. And I think you'll, you'll slot in really nicely, yeah. essentially at the bottom rung of the ladder un yeah. underneath all my other designers and creatives and art directors. But, that, but that's what they want. They, want they, they don't want you to go in with a folio that isn't, you know what they really you know can't they can't see the connection there and then mm. they speak to you and then you've got zero personality it's yeah. like well you're not getting the job you have to have yeah. yeah exactly you have to be and i think when you're that age you can get away with that you know yeah. i think you, you can get away with being the kind of you know i've got i have ideas about things and i want to design yeah. stuff but obviously i need to learn so you know yes, give me correct. a job yeah. and i'll yeah. learn you know and, and i'll I think, learn and yeah i and mean the, i think the, you know Sorry, Jason, go on. Sorry, mate. No, no, I was just going to say, you know, then the, 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 the people that give you those jobs mm. um, understand that they're like, well, there's a sort of unmolded piece of clay here. Yeah. And I know it's going to take time, but the, the ones that are, that are really good, obviously, are like, well, we're yeah. going to give you that time and we're going to get you up to speed. And in a very short space of time, you are up to speed because I you think, have yes, to. Because you have to be. It's, yeah. it's a steep learning curve, isn't it? And I think it's because there's only so much time they can give you physically because, you know, their jobs demand that they've got projects yeah. and things to achieve themselves. Yeah and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, I think to kind of jump around a little bit, one of the things I worry about as we go through this new way of working is I was really lucky, I'm sure like you, to work in a very experienced studio and to have time with experienced designers, you know, marry yeah. their work, fill their trio market, oh, do all God, that, yeah. all that stuff. Essential. But yeah. they, they, they could give me a bit of time and they could only really do that because I was there with them. Mm. Whereas I think a lot of, I, I, my presumption is a lot of juniors now that are joining design companies don't have 
no, face to face time with people. It's it must a be huge, such a struggle, man. I think it's a huge thing that's overlooked and people aren't really prepared mm. for when they come out of education. It's never talked about. No one ever yeah. mentioned that to us when yeah. we started, or if they did, we weren't listening. Yeah. You know, um And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and you know, I think that um you're absolutely right. I mean, I I I like you sort of had ideas about things and could draw mm. so that was my sort of base but then the people that I was working with for that in that first job I mean I, yeah. I, sometimes people like the average like leaving you know that time you spend in your first job as a designer was around that time was like a year they were saying yeah. after a year you'll move on yeah. I stayed in my first job for like four and a half years I absolutely same, loved exactly it you, yeah, you stayed there uh, because yeah. um, the people I was working with they were so interesting and like yeah. really taught me a lot about um, how to apply creative ideas in uh, you know in a in the real world you know yeah definitely but you're right working from if someone's just started a job and working from home and trying to do that I mean there is a support structure there that they definitely need when they start it's so, it's so difficult I mean like we've got a, um I've got a family member she's a she's a young designer she's you mm -hmm. know just got a placement at a really nice design agency but they, she's not there and yeah. she's like you know I, I'm at home in a similar sort of scenario that we both are and I'm you know I'm trying to work and, and, and make myself available for the senior design designers but they're all at home as well so yeah. I'm like Skype keeps and keeping touch days and you know we yeah. go in once a day a week and it's just you know some of the stuff some of the best stuff I did with with senior creators when I was just kind of walking around the design studio and say oh what are you doing yes. can I help you you know yeah, you know yeah. it's just and all oh, of yeah, a sudden you're, just, yeah. you're in a brainstorm and you say some one thing fine you say one thing because you yeah and like they go oh that's a nice idea let's 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 see what happens and, with that. yeah and no just, that's that's true and you know also uh, I, I i would do the same thing which is like you know i'd be working on whatever i was working on and as a lowly designer you get yeah. whatever yeah, um, yeah. but someone making there, pdfs isdn them yeah exactly all that, <laughs> <laughs> you know but you i'd see someone working on something over there yeah. and i'd be like well i'm going to do something for that as well yeah because yeah. i'm going to find i'm going to spend a couple of hours doing something because i want to contribute whereas like yeah. you know now it's i'm sure it's very much like here's what you've got to do just crack on with it and and without the support and and the openness of like an open plan office with other people being creative yeah. you're not getting the full benefit of of you know what you should really you know i think um, so you know it, it's something again that i worry about that just how a junior is being brought on by middleweights and seniors how and, and creative directors how are they supporting mm. them to that end yeah and all you've got is, is something like this and, and it's great when you're on the uh, on a call with another senior experienced person they're fine they're cool but if you're with mm. a junior it must be it must be really challenging i think yeah and also you know like you were saying about um you know showing your design work and then actually having a presence in the room so people can mm. get to know you and talk yes, to you and yeah, they're like yeah. well you know you're competent at this and we really like you so we're gonna give you yeah. a shot if you're doing i can't imagine like trying to get an interview for a design job now is starting yeah, straight out of college. Okay. I mean, yeah. fair enough, send your PDF of your, your yeah. folio. And I'm sure it's, yeah. it, it speaks for itself to a certain degree, yeah. but, but you know, how much do you really get across on a zoom call to people you don't know? No, you know, exactly. to, it must just be like really stressful. I can't, like, well, it must know. be just, just like the kind of the worst interview in a way because an interview the best interviews you know that, that we you know we've had or even like client meetings or president mm -hmm. pitch presentations is when it becomes a conversation so it becomes yeah. a conversation you think, oh okay there's something clicking there's something happening here and we're having a chat rather yeah. than you sitting there stony face and i'm talking at you yeah exactly yeah no exactly and the best way that happens is is, is in 
it is in person, but it, it isn't a reality of where we are at now. So, but I think when you you're know. sitting around a table with people, and like you know, Zoom's great because you can see you know the whole kind of um, yes, yeah. doing meetings over the internet and Teams mm-hmm. and that stuff. It is it is brilliant. Um, yeah, and you know, it's twenty years ago probably wouldn't have been possible because like yeah, nobody exactly. had decent internet connections, but now it just yeah. happens to have, so it, it works. Yeah. But um, you know, the nuances that you pick up from people in a conversation, mm. you know, uh, it's so important that you don't get over on screen. You know, if you're in a if like if you're having a meet you know i've had meetings where i've got like seven or eight people in a zoom call it's like the opening of the muppets you know where it all starts and like (laughs) you're not picking up on the sort of the the smaller things that you would do if you were sat next to someone or across the table and i know it will come back i know it will do but but i think think, it will i think it will yeah i think you're right sorry we need to probably get back on track yeah so um, but yeah that is that is um so yeah so your first job you came down so you were you were at your first one for four and a half for four four and a half years yeah so so i suppose similar to you in that was there for a a, quite quite a lump of time and i think probably in, in hindsight probably just a bit too long i just loved it mm. probably too much i think mm. um so the company i was at um it was called marketing drive it then became the reef which is a okay. cracking name for a design agency <laughs> yeah. and then ultimately became boy meets girl and then went bust right um, and that was kind of like a four-year journey that i went on with them yeah and i love the people i work with I, I work with some really gifted designers quite like you know real old school guys and then kind of young guys as well yeah um and just and kind of love the principle of working there the way that they did it and they were really to be honest, tolerant of me as well, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, you know, when I first got there, I was pretty raw, pretty yeah. starry eyed, loved living in London and living the London life as well. Yeah. So I was kind of like, calm, yeah. get that through my system. <laughs> so they were dealing with it, with the teenager of, in you as a well at the same time. Like, in a lot of ways, I was still at uni. But it's really, but also like, I love that part, like moving to London, it's really yeah. exciting. It was exciting, yeah. you know. It's, it's, you like, know it's, it's this, it feels like the centre of the earth in, yeah. in a lot I mean, of ways. Bearing in mind, we both came from Birmingham straight to London. Yeah. So it, <laughs> and while I do love Birmingham, um, not, you know, London. Well, mate, the Birmingham is, we moved into isn't the Birmingham it even is now. If you think of the Birmingham that we came into, it was it was very much that kind of previous. It was sort of post-apocalypse. Yeah, it was a little bit <laughs> apocalypse, like yeah, kind of Mad Max or you know. Yeah, from, exactly, exactly. You know, on the main thoroughfare. Whereas now, um, yeah, I have been up since a couple of times, and there's yeah. like a Selfridges and all that. Yeah, it it's, looks, it's very yeah, cosmopolitan. It's, you know, it's, it's a big different. shopping parade and all that stuff. It definitely yeah. wasn't like that when we we were there. Yeah, but so yeah, so yeah, um, so stay that company for five years probably a little bit too long one of the best things that happened in that time is that I very much became an art director Mm -hmm. and then paired myself with different writers and kind of learned that trade of of kind of conceptualizing with them you know coming up with the messaging coming up being responsible for the look and feel and Mm -hmm. and working in a creative team which is something I I, I really enjoy and and still to this day really enjoy you know working with the the senior designer that I have beyond curious with you know one of the best times we have is when we're working together that's what yeah. i really enjoy and i think yeah, sure. it, learning that aspect at my first job really set me up to then after that pretty much after that i kind of went to um freelance and freelance for a long time with the writer a guy called piers eccleston a guy that i right. that i'm still in contact with and work with on occasion even now you know kind yes. of all these yeah. decades later um so you freelanced came, after four and a half you you left your first job and sort of went freelance from then freelance for a long time um and really enjoyed freelancing actually really because it's like when you go in as you know mate sorry mm. but you know when you go in as a freelance you're going for a specific reason on a specific job you're put in a room you guys go and solve it yeah and and actually you, you're not there for the social stuff you're not there for the christmas parties you're not there for it and that you yeah. can tune into that if you want but i'm okay with not being there for that i was i was just yeah. enjoyed being there for the work you know yes and, well that's and, an and excellent um excellent way 
to prepare you for running a business yeah because you're going into a new environment you're meeting new people all the time yeah you're delivering projects that you know you've got all the other designers around there that might want to be doing what you're doing yeah, a bit, you're like yeah, a bit, yeah. I'm, I'm here to do this you know and yeah, so, no one panic Pereira's so it, here. it's, it's like, dealing with all, all, all different levels yeah exactly all different levels of <laughs> don't worry Pereira's here, Pereira's here. <laughs> you've got Boom. to take that you've got to take that off your business card you know yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but you know I think um you know it prepares you for dealing with different levels of people that yeah. are into what you're doing maybe a bit jealous you're working on this project maybe there's a, a grumpy yeah. account handler or maybe you get on with everyone you know it's so you're constantly meeting all these different people in different environments but you know um, you definitely asked a freelancer and you know you're quite a big expense for that business so you you mm-hmm. better produce the goods yes honest, exactly yeah so quite, that, there is a high day. there's almost a higher level of like well because i can remember when i first started um uh, um Beresford, and there were two freelancers that i actually ended up working with um oh, going okay. to work with their business in the end um but they when they told me what their day rate was i was i couldn't believe what? it yeah, i was like yeah. what that's like that's yeah. just it didn't even you know no I, I and maybe it was just my naivety but at, at that at that time it hadn't even they were on i think um can't remember. I think I was on like something like fourteen grand a year. Yeah, and they were, they were yeah. on I, like, I was, and I was on that for years. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I yeah, was, exactly. Yeah, there was a time where that didn't move, and yeah. um, I think they were on like two fifty a day. Yeah. Yeah, and, which, and, you know, and literally they would be in every day for yeah, like, for, and, and I worked with them probably for during that four and a half years, they must've been in for three and a half of, the, kind of those years. Yeah. Exactly. You'd, like, you'd be thinking you got some nerve going out for lunch. What the hell's yeah. the matter with you? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, no, exactly. And suddenly my, my sort of opinion of that and my mentality shifted in that like, mm. oh, so if you take on the responsibility of doing yeah. it yourself, there are benefits financially, yeah. but also you get to cherry pick the jobs you do rather yeah. than just get handed whatever and you know and then you start your own business and you do whatever but (laughs) (laughs) I think think, you know one of the things that long-term freelancing prepared me for was that feast and famine that you sometimes go to sometimes you can't do enough work and then there would be a month when no one calls and you can only call so many recruitment agents you can only do so much and you just have to be okay yeah. with something will come along so yeah. just keep your stuff together and don't yes. lose your marbles that, you that's know? a uh, i think that's a mentality that a lot of people i know that work full-time that they struggle with because mm. they don't like the idea that there isn't a paycheck at the end of every month they don't yeah. like the idea that you know they, they know that even if they're going to be made redundant there's an amount yeah. of time before they have to prepare to get another job before you know whereas when you're a freelancer when you work working for yourself there's a potential i mean certainly in the current climate that it could be all over tomorrow well yeah but, a little bit you know bit. The, the thing is is when as you do it for a long period of time, you start to realize that that's how everything ebbs and flows, you know, and you get used to that. The fact that like, maybe <laughs> yeah. you don't get paid for three months because you've been wow. working on loads of work and there's big exactly. projects. But and and the they thing is the last three months yeah, you've been paid yeah. enough to cover you for the next three months when you're not yes. working. Yes, so exactly. look at it as a year's yeah. wage rather than yeah. those few months, but it's easier said than done mate. You know, I've had definitely had, you know, I remember back, you know, years and years ago, I had dark times of I've not worked. What mm. the hell? What am I going to do? Yes. And you yeah. almost forget about the good times. And yeah. you kind of, you, you know what I mean? And you just, you do start to panic. It, you know, I guess it's human nature, but you learn to be okay with that. Ultimately. Yeah. And I think that that comes with, with uh, experience and time. And I think yes. anyone, yes. anyone by our age that hasn't done it already, I yeah. think they're unlikely to make that move now. They're kind of getting to that sort of, I hate to say it, mid 40s mark. And it's like, you know, it's not that they couldn't do it. It's just that I think at that stage of your life, you know, you've probably got mortgage kids and then, you you know, you want to minimize your risk. Um, So, you know, um, 
Um, but it is a risk, a constant risk. <laughs> one thing I just want to say, there was one period of my life that I've left out and it, it, it's, it's quite funny. So I, before I um, got, no, yeah, before I got my placement at Marketing Drive, I worked at um, an Asian newspaper. So it was a brand okay. new stage, that startup newspaper and I worked there and it was, it was really crazy. Was I that in Birmingham? People. Was it in Birmingham? Uh, no, so that's in Solly, not in, yeah, in Solihull. In, okay. In, yeah. Not in Solihull, in Southall. That's oh, where oh right, okay, okay. So like okay. deep, like proper Asian, sort of like British yeah. Asiansville, essentially, yeah. okay. which is kind of what I did. And uh, work was really good people. And again, it was a good one because I got I had to really speed up my design skills because you work mm -hmm. in a newspaper, it's sort of like typesetting and, sure. kind of, you know, all of that stuff. But the best thing about it, because the Asian newspaper was called The Asian, I had a business card that said The Asian <laughs> on it. So I have a set of business cards. I still have them somewhere. They just simply That's awesome. The Asian. So I That's just kind so of place to go, and yeah, I am the Asian. <laughs> so it's like you're kind of... The whole story just about that set of business cards that I had. Which was just a, in my mind, that immediately went to like a kind of uh, a crime scene that, you know, some muggers have been knocked out and tied up and there's just a card on them that says the Asian, you know, and they're like, who sold Hold on. There's only one, one man or a billion people that this can be. <laughs> so it's so like funny. the greatest cover ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is quite just sort of fade into a crowd, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's like weird. Like it's almost like sort of saying the brown or the man. <laughs> like it's so so random. I quite like the man as well. It's don't worry, the man is here. The yeah. man is here. Yeah, I'm here. So yeah, that was That's one of funny. my jobs on the, along the way. Sorry. So um, yeah. That was no, no, we're job. good. We're, we're on track with everything, so it's good. I mean, none of, none of this is sort of fixed in in stone or anything. So you know, um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so um, yeah. So so where did we get to? We kind of got so, to the um, what things. You, you know, what? Uh, so what did you know? Challenge you faced yeah. when you get it started, and challenge you faced on your journey. I think, I think getting a job is one of the biggest challenges. Like just getting someone um, to give you an opportunity and a chance, as we were talking about, to see the kind of the the rawness of your capability and, yeah. and, and, and someone having the time to help you through that process is, is so rare. So that was one of the biggest challenges that I had. And I was able to do that with, you know, getting the jobs as a, and, and, you know, working the places as a, as I've you know, sort of described really. And that yeah. was a big challenge and the learning curve, as we've described, you do have to just get your shit together and, and mm -hmm. get your head down and, and understand what it is to be a creative but also what it is to be a production guy and what it mm -hmm. is to be, you know, the guy that's mounting the work at the end of the day yes. and like, you know, you're not getting thanked because you just, because you got there and you, you, you're doing it and all that stuff. I think it's yes. just learning the tools of your trade. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it is hard. It's, it's not easy. And that's kind of the point, I think, isn't it? I think you yeah. have to kind of earn your stripes, don't you? A bit well, exactly. And it also, you know, I know people that started that within sort of six months were just like, I'm gone. I mean, this isn't yeah. for me, you this? know, this because you could, they couldn't yeah. kind of stay the course. Yeah. But I also think like that learning curve that you're talking about, that doesn't change. Like yeah. it doesn't, that's just the start of it. Yeah. yeah Throughout yeah. your career. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually. You're, you're kind of waiting change. for it to finish. You're, yeah, exactly. Where, where, where's, you're kind the like, where's the curve going? Where's I'm going gonna, gonna to do a year of mounting and, 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 and then <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I'm, I'm on the mount, you know, yeah, um, exactly. but you know, but like now it's like there's new technology that constantly yeah. pushes our industry forward. You know, there's mm -hmm. more expectation on, on what you're delivering. So you're like, you're right, yeah. here's your logo and here's a, whole you know whole load of branding to support that whether that's animation or whether it's a yeah. website or whether it's you know and it moved you know especially with social media people want yeah, to have, God, yeah like you know what are the analytics around your campaign how yeah. does it influence me on i mean we, we hardly cared about the internet yeah. when we were at college and yeah, now exactly. it's it's, it's, so, it's, funny, such isn't a it? it's so funny to yeah to think that we went through an educational process that didn't 
that didn't touch that wasn't part of the internet. No, no. Like, well, what the, 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 what we we got an email and they said it's over. The internet's over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't press <laughs> you know. this button. This is the <laughs> exactly, internet exactly, button. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Exactly. It will start AOL, and you don't want to do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you so, know, um, I, I think that that's um, that's interesting because over time, obviously, that's become such an integral part of what we do. Um, you know, whether it's just practically sending stuff, you know, like you said about the ISDN lines. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember the last time I posted a presentation to anyone. If yeah. I'm going to a presentation, I'll print. Of course, yeah, you do some print out, you take but, it with you. But now, uh, like, yeah. it's all done on screen. And, and you know, yeah. and especially every campaign that you work on, it's like there's a whole part to that, which is always mm. social media based and what, yeah. the screen, what the online presence is, which wasn't a thing that we knew about at college, but it's something that you've learned over the last 20 odd years. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And just, you know, really simple things like, you know, photography, you know, clients can go on stock sites now and say, well, I want that picture. Mm -hmm. that, that's what I want. Right. Whereas, you know, when I first started, I was going to photo shoots and learning how to behave yes. and art direct those. Not, yeah. you know, that still happens, but that's definitely a change I've felt that's happened in the industry, especially in probably the, 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 the sphere of the industry that, you know, our, my, my business works in a lot of the time. It's just about, Okay, the we love the idea, but we don't have money for a photo shoot. So how do we make? This yeah, happen? that that often happens, and I think like uh, when you know, I absolutely love doing the art direction mm, side of things. Same. I've yeah. always got into that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just feel, love working with photographers. I think they just they're so yeah, brilliant. A lot of I the love time, that collaborate. So that kind of I think yeah. again, it's that thing about like we don't have much time. The pressure's mm. on. We're in this environment. There's a couple of us. We need. We've got a kind of rough idea about what this is going to be. But what else can we get out of this? Yeah, it's going to, yeah, sure. They're going to yeah. elevate it and make it, you yeah. know, take it sort of a couple of rungs up. And there's a, an immense thrill when that goes well. Yeah, you know, it's just, but like you said, the budgets for those kind of jobs are mm. few and far between now. Yeah, I mean, it used to be every that. time I did a job, like, you know, yeah, even like an annual report or whatever, there yeah. would be a huge shoot around it. Yeah, you I remember just like doing a leaflet for like Total Garages and it was... Um, for fresh greens so it's just like yeah. a little leaflet but we did a photo shoot for the for the imagery that was included in the leaflet yes. that would never happen now you would just no, go start no. find your images go to royalty free or even getty or whatever yeah. and get on with it and get it done so yeah, yeah there's a definite step change in that but i think yeah. also you know there is also a dangerous side to that which is that you know some of the time i'm sure you experience this as well is uh, you know you're dealing with um a whole load of people that now have really decent camera phones mm. but don't know what to do with them so yeah, you end up with a whole load of photography that's just like you know the design might fit but then suddenly you get yeah. the the images that you, you they want to use and you know and if there's no budget for kind of royalty free shots or a shoot or whatever yeah. you end up with some pretty dire stuff so yeah. working around that is a skill in itself <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know uh, making exactly. that work like, is, yeah I think, I, think, I think you're right i think people people they just want it now they want the shortcut they want it done and dusted and you know as you say because i've got it on my mm. camera i can kind of see it through my phone so just yeah. put that what i can see on my phone on the thing and then we're yeah. fine it's all, yeah it kind of doesn't work like that obviously. yeah and then then there's the argument of you know do we need photographers blah 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 you know yeah, and like you know the thing is anyone that's got loads any clients that have loads of money they get it they understand yes. it, yeah. it yeah. the people that really don't have any money then you understand it because you're like well we're just going to do the best it's the people in between that kind of have the option but don't yeah. They're the yeah, ones yeah, that, yeah. That, that, you, that, that I kind of end up, you know, in those scenarios where I'm like, this could have been so much better. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah, photography absolutely. lets it down, you know. But and I think, you know, just to circle back course. to something we were, 
we were saying before i think it's the relationship you have with them that enables those kind of conversations as you're saying happen you know yes. this could have been so much better guys and what we've produced isn't so let's let's still try and strive to do something then i think that yeah. those conversations are so much easier when you have that existing positive relationship with a client I yeah i think so yeah and that's not something you're going to have in your first meeting with no, them uh, but by the time you've worked with them for a, a, a while and you know each yeah. other's the process and, and yeah. the shorthand they'll know when you speak frankly about something that yeah. it's something that needs a attention it's not just a, a passing opinion it's actually yeah. this this is being interpreted in this way this is letting it down or this is this is great or you know or whatever i think that they're, they're more they're more open to your opinion after working with them for a while which is obvious but you know yeah no i, I think you're right i think um but as you say that just come comes in time and you know you're not trying to just do it for the sake of it or you're not being a precious creative you're doing it because it will look better yeah like that's our job we've got to yeah. make things look nice because people when they like looking at things they might want to take the messaging in and then act yes. on that. so yeah. you know and if you think about where we started sorry to interrupt you again no, no, where, no, where, where we started at college it's all about everyone's very passionate and they all care about what they're you know and the last 20 years if it's taught me nothing else is that just stop caring about everything yeah, and yeah. get on with yeah. it you know don't you be can't... precious that's yeah. the thing and, if, I, and I, my counter like you don't have to be precious but you still have to be protective so it's kind yes. of finding that yes that space, exactly yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, I think. and because i always if find you're not that... too precious then things evaporate in front of you and then the idea is gone all of yes sudden. that's right so yeah so that you're right that, that is a fine line of like not caring too much but still yeah. protecting what you're doing yeah. and also um you know in my experience you know i do have clients that i might start working with and you know in the first couple of jobs they'll kind of send me the email which is like you know they might want to make some changes and it's almost like a kind of apologetic email a sort of like oh, just a quick don't get, yeah don't get upset um you know as, you know because you have they haven't understood yet that i don't care <laughs> that you know, that that it's i don't mean that in a mean way but that no, I, no, I know that, what you mean. it's a professional I, yeah. you know if it's a valid thing that needs course, need to do yeah, then exactly. then there's an exactly. argument to be had that for it to be changed but you know, I, it's I when you get the email and people are like it feels like you're getting an email from an aunt sort of tr who's upset Sorry, you, you know but, yeah yeah, yeah and exactly. it is it is one of those um, things I, th I think it's just being you know as we've talked about before and you know being experienced and knowing that you know the guy you're speaking to the client you're speaking to uh, you know, they're under their own pressures. They have their own sort of targets and rates return to kind of prove that the campaign is worth its while. So you have to kind of work with them to that end, don't you? Do you yes. know what I mean? And, you know, yes. and then as you said, the reason I'm not caring is not because I don't care about what we're producing, but I'm pragmatic enough yes. to know that if we've, if we've got to get it done. We've yeah, and I, I don't mean I don't care as in I just don't care. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I mean you're that, not waving your hands around like you just don't care. There's, there's a, exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> put them in the air. But, you know, I think there's, uh, yeah, there, there has to be something inside you that gets to the point yeah. where you're like, well, um, you know, uh, it, you don't take anything personally on that level. Yes, correct. Yeah. And it's something that I, th I think, uh, you know, you do learn again with time. Yeah, that's something and so. experience. You, so. you, you do learn to that disconnect that there's a part of you that, you know, there's the kind of business part of you that kind of can switch into that mode and understand that. Um, and I think as soon as you have that relationship with people where you're talking about projects and they understand mm -hmm. where you're coming from and they feel similarly about that, then I think you end up with really good you end up with really good projects because yes, people are, are pushing yeah. for the best all the time you know i think you know the um, projects that i'm most proud of which i know we'll go on and talk about they've always come through a, a community of thought so yeah. yeah i may well have come up with the idea or the concept or myself and my partner have come up with the idea and concept but yeah. to make yeah. that happen has taken many hands and yes. maybe has taken a bit of relinquishing of control of us mm -hmm. 
to yeah. give it to someone else to run with. And, and that's ended up being some of the best work I've done. Yes. Been, yeah. And, it, and it's less, it's less about what I've done and, and being part of. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, that just comes with time, just understanding it's okay to let it go and let someone maybe yes. not change yeah. it then move it forward and make it better and sculpt yes. it in their own vision as well. So yeah. again, I mean, that collaboration just, is, is something that's really interesting about our, um, you know, what we do is that, yeah. you know, one day you're working with the photographer, one day you're, yeah. you're working with an illustrator, maybe one day you're illustrating yeah, and yeah, one yeah. day, one, day there's a design project that's it's branding one day there's an ad campaign one yeah. day you're doing a photo shoot you know it's just like all these different aspects that fit into what we do i think that's why i'm i wake up i, I li- this sounds so crap but i literally wake up every time i know i'm you know working day. i can't wait to start like my yeah, day no, it, I, I could be doing the most mundane thing that day but it doesn't matter because i was doing something different yesterday and i'll be doing yeah. something different tomorrow and i think that change is something that um we're really lucky to have yeah, within our industry it's always going to you know people sort of say oh, i'm tired of my career i want to change it well within what we do you can move within that yeah. sort of creative industry if you want to do yeah, more yeah. film direction you're set up yeah. to do that if you want to go that way that you know you understand a huge part of that process before you even yeah, yeah. start doing it you know so I, I i like the idea that that what we do is 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 varies like that you know yeah um, definitely definitely i mean i think you know this just going on to your question number six you know let's talk yeah. about a piece of work that didn't go well it's an interesting point to kind of talk about that in that so so i was thinking about this when i was reading it we'll just to end it on that <laughs> what didn't go on? great thought, anyway i'll just shut yeah. this <laughs> and i'm thinking i've never done anything bad so i don't know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> no I, I i definitely have um, and i think yeah. one of the you know and kind of to speak honestly and frankly i think it is it was like one of the best times and the worst times really so it was my first really big pitch win as me as the kind of the creative helm of it. Mm. So it was me, a creative team under me, and they were quite a senior creative team. So I was at the helm, but they very much were kind of shepherding me through the process. Right. Um, and it was for London Zoo, it's for ZSL, so the Zoological Society of London. So we're yeah. pitching on creating the, their collateral. And this was years and years ago, to be mm. fair. And I really enjoyed the pitch process. And, and it, was one, it was one of the first times I really enjoyed um pitching it as well and thought actually i'm really good at pitching work i really yeah. like it especially yeah. if it's great work i believe in i really like it and took them all with me and we won the pitch and that was great and then i was given the 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 kind of the the role as the brand champion and the key creative to to guide now so mm. the pitch work's done now do the work yeah and i kind of messed it up really to be honest probably right. you know you know kind of you know from 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 taking the client on board and like being really excited and and and, and then bringing the vision of the pitch to life, yeah. it just didn't work and and I wasn't able or given guidance or or just was experienced enough to kind of know that actually okay I need to listen to the client a little bit more kind of change the creative that I'm doing adapt it move it yeah. I kind of stuck to what I wanted to do too rigidly yeah. and ultimately you know they kind of you know they stuck with us but I was kind of eventually taken off that them as a sure. client if you know yeah. what I mean yeah, which I okay. totally understand now but being a creative that, director but that does um, but you can see how easily that can happen because like you know i've been in the similar situations where you've sold the concept into the client and everyone's really happy and then you kind of start working through the process of doing it and maybe uh yeah maybe you kind of get swept up in the fact that it's already been accepted yeah you know and yeah. that you're you can't go wrong now you know and actually yeah. what can happen is it can go terribly wrong <laughs> you know <laughs> so you know but you're right to constantly refer back to clients and to constantly be having discussions with people about what it is you're doing definitely helps shape and change that and i think that's something that you know that obviously the more you do it the better you get at that but when you're starting out doing it i think it's yeah. that's a, i think that's quite a classic mistake yeah you know, i to, think you're probably uh, not, not always intentional because you feel like you're 
you're doing the right thing at the time. Yeah, because and you want to defend what you present, and it's going to be great. But the clients are saying, actually, we don't like the look of it. Can you yeah. look at adapting it all? There. So my big thing was the illustration style that I, I, I sold. It looked great in the context of the pitch, but in an everyday production, knocking this stuff out, the illustration style wasn't adaptive enough. It wasn't yeah. flexible enough. Yeah. And 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 I wanted to stick to it, but I shouldn't have done really. I should have been able to be pragmatic enough to look at it and think, actually, I need to we need adapt to this, keep the yeah. essence of it, and move forward. Yeah. Um, and you know, my creative director wanted, I think, to for me to lead the way. I mean, I think probably in hindsight, if I was a creative director of a creative that was going through that, I would try and give them a bit more guidance that I was given, but not yeah. to blame them. It was my decision. It's definitely his and fault. I, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And he was white, which was disgusting. He had a card that just said the white guy. Yeah, the white guy. And I still had my Asian business card as well. Which yeah, exactly. In case you got confused, um, who was who? Um, so yeah, I think, um, yeah. yeah, but that's, I, I think that is a, um, like I said, I think that's something that's easy to fall into when you're, mm. you're sort of first starting to do it. Also, what, you know, when and I've spoken about, this before um you know you're not really set up to fail when you come out mm. of college or when you're when you start in your first job you you know you're going to make mistakes yeah. um and i think that like uh you're not always ready for that you know and and yeah. so maybe when you're doing something that you think this could fail but i'm going to push forward with yeah. it to make sure it doesn't actually yeah. when you're in a proper working environment that's not always the best solution no, because no, it, it exactly. can just go from bad to worse you know yeah, and I think, you know, what I learned from that is there's a kind of, there's winning the pitch and there's doing the job. And hmm. sometimes never the twain shall meet, if you know yes, what I mean. Okay, you know, so, yeah. so, and I think you, you have to learn that. And I think that was, a, that was a really keen process. And, you know, and to be completely honest, you know, being taken off that, that um that work stream you know it was all those years ago but it still hurts yeah. you know in the you know <laughs> was it I, last I week being, sean <laughs> <laughs> exactly actually i was there the other day and i think um you know it it, it it affected just kind of how i you know hold on a second i'm maybe not as good as i think i am and actually yeah. maybe that's no bad thing because yeah, you have yeah. to kind of you know being good uh, as a designer for, or being as a creative isn't just about doing one thing you just have to keep doing it well yes. if you know what I mean it's not enough yes. to have one victory you've got to still got to keep having all those other little victories as well yes um, yeah. and I mean, it, was, it was a good learning to kind of learning another learning curve for me that yeah. you know it's not enough to do one good thing you need to kind of keep going keep consistent keep adapting keep flexible yes. keep listening to people as well keep listening to the client and why are they challenging you investigate that challenge yeah. work with them to find a route through and all that stuff so okay. i think that was it was a really valid learning experience from that perspective it just felt shit at the time yeah no of course of course it's never, yeah and i've been in similar situations where you know maybe we've done that you know won a pitch we've done all the work and presented it and then it's just like fallen on its face you know and, and it can happen you know yeah and i also yeah. think that you know um something that uh John, my friend john beecher said he he said that um you know when he was at college uh, and it completely i, I it's really rang true to me as well which is like you know you're constantly told to focus focus on one thing it's like you like drawing just focus on that you know yeah. you go to art yeah. college and it's like you want to do design focus on design you want to do branding design just focus on branding you know so they're constantly funneling you into these sort of pigeonholing you in the, oh that's the guy that does is good at the advertising yeah. that's the guy that there's eric who does the kind of three you know the online visual yeah. stuff and you know so they kind of put you in those places and then you start your job and it's like no you have to be good at everything yeah, yeah you have basically. to be able to adapt yeah. to everything and as your job goes on not only do you need to be able to do all the practical stuff like we said before but you need to also manage clients expectation yeah, you yeah. need to deliver the work you need to you know so, so all those things you know you're not it's things that you learn through your your career but you're not focusing right, yeah. anymore you're going from kind of this I, I can do this one thing to like now I have to do everything you know and especially when you run your own business because I'm sure yeah. like you uh, yeah. you know um, and, and, you know I, I love doing admin I mean it's just yeah. brilliant <laughs> 
it's a huge part that like uh you know it's just a huge learning curve of, of all this other yeah, stuff that definitely. goes on aside from you know for you to get to do what you want to do on a daily basis there's all this other stuff you have to these other hoops you have to go to like you said like meetings and and, yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, stuff. I'm I'm lucky in that you know in, in Beyond Curious that they're kind of three business partners and one of the business partner, well, the other two guys are are much more eloquent and able to do admin and just kind of running the finances of the company. But it's not something I can step away from. It is something I have to be an you active have to be involved. participant in. Yeah, I'm responsible yeah. for, and and rightly so, if you know what I mean. And you know, yeah. and like you know, time management. I think that's such a key thing now. We're all essentially our own bosses. You know, you, you are responsible for your own time management, getting stuff done. Yeah. That still means you can go out during. The day but your job still needs to be done at some point oh so, yeah you know, of course be, be yes. responsible for all of that stuff i think something yes. that now more than ever is is super important and, and you know as you say it's something that you do learn on the job yeah. like if i say i need a pdf at 10 o'clock I mean at 10 o'clock. I don't mean 5 yeah. past 10 or 10 past 10. I mean at 10. Yeah, because, because I've got a client presentation. I exactly, because everything stacks on top of each other. And if yeah. something gets pulled, doesn't doesn't fit, then, you know, yeah. the rest doesn't work. And I, I know that. And, and, you know, I also feel that, like, you know, like we were saying about people, you know, designers working from home and people in general, you know, I wonder... Mm you know in some ways for some people the productivity their productivity has gone through mm. the roof because they're not commuting anymore they're not having to yeah. but i think in other ways some people are not working maybe as hard as they should be you know yeah, maybe they're going for a dentist appointment when they're actually on a work call or you know, yeah. things that they wouldn't have been able to do in a proper <laughs> working on a work call. yeah no exactly hold on a sec hold on a sec <laughs> yeah exactly but you know it's that kind yeah, of no, i take your point uh, I, I do think take there's, your point. there's something interesting about uh the fact that yeah i just wonder how much work should be getting done what isn't the work getting done sean you know, I, you know and i think you know I, I think there's also the reality again that you know we'll, we'll kind of come on to it in the you know what piece of work are you proud of i think it's not necessarily a piece of work i'm proud of i'm kind of proud of and I'm, you know, and, and probably similar to you, I'm not very good about being proud of myself at stuff. Like it isn't something that sits very comfortably. I'm not good with compliments. People, I got someone complimented me yesterday for the first time, like in ages, about work stuff and whatever. And I suddenly felt a bit like I was like, thanks. thanks. <laughs> I was really professional up to that point, and then I was like, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, Mrs. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Miss Patterson. But one of the things I I am proud of it is 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 um is, as I say, it's not necessarily a piece of work, and there's lots of work that I've really loved and enjoyed and you know, had in my portfolio and I was happy to talk around, but I was really proud of being a creative director and being the kind of creative director that I wanted to work for. Yeah, so, okay. you know, having been through the kind of the, the freelance carousel and kind of taken a couple of jobs, but um, about sort of, well, it'd be eight years ago now, I was taken on by an agency in Milton Keynes. And then after three or four years was made the creative director there yeah. and then was a creative director there for a couple of years. And I really loved it. I loved being a creative. It was like, I can't, it kind of finally all sort of, fit into place all the experience yes. all the things that i'd learned and done yeah i was i felt i was really good in a way that i'd work with a lot of creative directors that weren't very good so yes. i worked with creative directors that were like really amazing mercurial designers but weren't able to inspire their team to be like them and just sure. do it themselves yeah sure I, i've done yeah i've worked with with designers like you know sort of seniors like that yeah. but, and they're great but, and they're very very talented and much more than i could be but they're not good creative directors and i think what I'm most proud of is I became a creative director that I would know I wanted to work for someone that mm -hmm. was able to conceptualize with people and work with them, but then let them, let them go and let them get on with it, but give them yes. the direction that they needed. Yeah. Which is, the, which is the qualities of a good creative director. I mean, I, I had similar experiences with creative directors in that, like, 
um, you know, they were good to a certain point, but then the kind of uh, the encouragement side wasn't necessary. It was lacking yeah. slightly, which is, I think it's, you know, someone who's been in the industry long enough and, you know, they've got to that point in their career. It's a natural kind of career step for them to move into that role, but they yeah. might not necessarily be right for that role. I mean, I, you, you, um, sorry, I, I was going to say, but you've had a different experience in terms of like being creative director than I have in that, like, um, you know, all my direction is almost done, you know, from a distance with, with yeah. people that I work with in, you know, cause I haven't really worked with anyone in an office. Oh, in a team and a designed, well, you do have a design team, but they're kind of, rem- yeah, but they're all over the place. I mean, one guy's in Scotland and you know, they're all over the place and, and that's, that's the kind of, uh, you know, the sort of the way, the way that it works, but what I've never experienced, um, other than through other working with other creative directors is actually working with teams myself in a, yeah, in an cool, environment cool. which which i would i would like to get to that at some point it's probably not the best time sure now you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'd leave a couple of years yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah I, I like to think that maybe at some point that might happen i might take on you know maybe i'll i'll find i, I, I can totally see that mate of, of course i mean you know you um, run a successful business it's kind of probably up to you whether you want to be a, a creative director at, at some point yeah your call, yeah exactly ultimately. Because I, uh, yeah. I, I am in as much as it's just a different kind of uh, yes, working yes, environment. Yet, but, um, you know, you don't, uh, but I, something that I spent quite a long time doing, which was getting away from people and being very mm. insular and doing it myself and working with people when I needed to, yeah. not always. Yeah. Um, now, as I'm getting older, I feel like um, it would be good to collaborate more. Because having collaborated oh, with various yeah. photographers and that over the last couple of years and, and yeah. uh, really good web designers and, and what have you, I kind of think this, what we did was great, but if we were in the same room together, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's for, for extended periods of time, it would, yeah. it would have elevated this to another level. And like, you know, I, I get the right people in when I need them, but there is definitely the kind of water cooler conversation that I'm starting to miss. The bands and all that stuff. And, you know, it's definitely all the bands, and, and, yeah. and I think, and, and breaking down those barriers again, which is something I did, I think relatively well between like, you know, the, the creators and the account managers, you know, there are definite roles. Of course there are within an agency, but one of the things I was able to do well, I believe was work with the account directors and work with the account managers and able to go with them to talk to clients and present creative and yeah. represent my creative team and protect them when they needed to be, yeah, but also yeah. kind of, you know, connected them to the, to the more business end of the business, which is ultimately mm-hmm. the driving force. A lot of the times of the business, if you know what yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and being able to kind of bridge those gaps. I think it's, I think that's all so important. And, and again, I work with creative directors that very much saw the accounts department as the enemy in somehow or in sure. some way or, yeah. or really pushing against them. And, and, and it would always end up being a flipping mess if you know what yeah, I mean, you know, yes. whether it was a project or oh, in, yeah, yeah. the business as a whole. I've, uh, there have been, I've been in meetings multiple times where account handlers have ended up crying at the end of yeah. it, you know. So, and, and that's a failure. Like, that's your failure if someone's doing that. It's yeah, not, you know, yeah. it's just a job. No one should have to cry in it for crying. No, I was going to say, I mean, not, when, it's not kind of Harvey Weinstein crying you know it's yeah. not, <laughs> we're exactly. not talking about that i mean but, you know but the, but people you know obviously can be very you know in, in our industry can be quite yes. cruel to each other especially account handlers they get all the flack i think so, they do yeah. and look you know i think we can kind of talk about that you know our our industry has been quite i mean very much when i first joined it it has been quite sexist and it has been quite insular mm-hmm. and it but you know has been you know yeah. quite backward in a lot of ways which is disappointing because you would think as a creative industry it would be very forward-facing and i think it is now yeah very much so um but you know it, it, it was like that you know i have in my time never worked for anyone else other than you know someone that's that's white if you know what i mean you know from yeah, a creative okay. direction, you know, i've yeah. worked with so few 
creatives of colour, if you know yeah. what I mean, other than yeah. myself. I haven't really encountered that. I mean, I've been lucky enough to work for a couple of brilliant female creative directors who have been brilliant and and their sex has had nothing to do with how good they are. They're just good creative directors. If you yes, know. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that again was part of part of my journey, I suppose, is, um, yeah, just, you know, when I was a creative director, I definitely wanted to recruit women and people of colour into, into, into yes. my team. Not that yeah. that happened, unfortunately, but I no, no, but the idea, that, Yeah, and I think that's important to have different inputs from, you know, from all different levels and all different people. And, and I think also, you know, I mean, I, one, of the jo- one of the senior designers that I worked with once told me a part, we were at a party together and, he, you know, and we had a distinct imbalance of, yeah. I, I think, I, you know, I was like 22 or something. I was like... Yeah. There's a lot of guys working at our design agency. Not dudes around here. Not many girls, you know. (laughs) Uh, And probably for a different reason back then, you know. (laughs) Could we get some hot women in the, uh, you know. (laughs) It doesn't really sound appropriate. But he uh, he actually said to me point blank that the reason at that time that they didn't um, employ women was because uh, they would get pregnant. And then we... Yeah, I mean, I heard that shit as well. Yeah, they were on. uh, And it's like, what... I mean, come on. What, what, what is that? I mean, and I think, you know, when we joined the advertising industry, it was, it was at the tail end of that, if you're the, yeah. t- the tail end of the real hate, not yeah, hate, I think kind so. of anti yeah, hate. Yeah, things. no, no, absolutely. Yeah. And the, the, and these, they, they, you know, the group that um, uh, at that time, some of the seniors were all, you know, they, you know, they were constantly saying, oh, do you remember when yeah, such yeah, and such used to shit, sit yeah. on your knee in the office yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Well, we get a couple of like juniors in and they've got to be good looking. Otherwise, what's the point of them being? Yeah, here? absolutely. Like, yeah. What, what yeah, is that? Yeah. What do you mean oh yeah, yeah. Sure, surely you need them to be good right that's the important bit so yes, but no, exactly. they'll be like, you know they've yeah. got to be, they got to be pretty and it you know i think you look back and that, that's a really embarrassing thing for our business to yes, have people is. in that yeah. that believe that and i think i, I was embarrassed about the it then you know yeah. i mean I remember and, and thinking, time's gone on gosh, a, yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't sit well and you know if, if you know and if you heard anyone say that in your business you would just you you can't work for me anymore that's no exactly yeah it doesn't i'm glad that it's like that now and that there is more of an understanding of that and um but yeah that you know especially like creative industry definitely was like you know predominantly you know 40 year old white male yeah definitely yeah um you know and the majority um, of creative directors i work for come you know come under that category definitely and and not all of them have been like that but some of them definitely have if you know what i mean you know that's it's kind of it's good as you say that we're moving through that and moving away from that um, which yeah. I think is positive. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so right on, girls. Good one. Yeah, nice one, girls. But then I just realised I'm a 40-year-old white male. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, get back to the office. Do the, <laughs> yeah, do the exactly. washing white up. people in the office. Yeah, exactly. Get back in the office. I'm, let's be honest, I'm whiter than you are. So So, yeah, so the piece of work that you um, were proud of, so yeah, as I say, I mean, I think you know that the, there's lots of work that I'm proud of, and and, yeah. and and actually, and conversely, I am proud of winning that first pitch. As I said, even though I could have went on to mess it up. Yeah, um, yeah. But the thing that I'm proud of from a work perspective is probably just me being a creative director. So rather mm-hmm. than because I, I I'm really proud of all of the work we produced as a creative team in that time. Yes. Some yeah. of it was really good. Some of it wasn't so wasn't so good. But yes. the process of producing it, I think, went well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and no, no, I, I agree. Good. And I I struggle with this question myself because like I um I like little bits of everything and I dislike yeah. little bits of everything. Definitely. So every time I do a project, if there's a combination, you know, sometimes there's more yeah. things I like than dislike, and you know, uh, you know, and there are ones that I favour more than others. But I don't know if there is, a, a, you know, a, a piece of work that I'm really pleased of, other than the body of work that you yes, generally exactly. produce yeah, over exactly. time. You know, 
and I think um, you know I suppose I suppose you know probably like you I, I'm I'm proud that I'm able to or, or definitely contribute to the support of my family through my trade through my business yes who'd have I've thought we'd get paid for it <laughs> we do get paid for it that is the <laughs> <other>. <laughs> you know it's like we get paid for yeah. talking crap a lot of the time do you know what yeah I mean? most like, of the time yeah yeah except for this know, you're oh, not getting paid for you're not getting paid for this i'm sorry again, about it again <laughs> again i just dispute that completely <laughs> when, when, the, you, when yeah. the channel starts rolling in the advertising yeah, no, money i'll give you a call as long as you um, build me a similar blue brick wall behind me then i'm absolutely fine <laughs> yeah, though, that took me fun. ages took me ages <laughs> 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 Um, um, so yeah so from from a work perspective yeah i agree with you and there are like aspects of jobs like i really enjoyed that idea or mm. just that half a thought that we had yeah, and, and yeah. all that stuff but well maybe but it's like the like, the execution's really good but actually the idea wasn't very good and then you're like well the idea is great but the execution is you know so so yeah i i think that's um you know and who knows you know our, our, maybe our best piece of work is yet to come mate you know maybe it's the, absolutely it's really that's what i keep telling myself <laughs> Yeah, right, well, yeah. I've done crap so far. I've got to keep going, got to keep hammering away. Yeah, um, so, okay. yeah, so the next question is, um, you know, what are you doing now? And where would so you like to go to doing next? now? So, <laughs> as yeah. I said, I'm a founding partner in a design and marketing agency called Beyond Curious. Yeah. So I love the name, by the way. I, I really yeah, I know. We get a lot of compliments on our name, which is, mm. it's just, which was a real journey. And I'm sure with, you know, Deadline Creative, one of the hardest things to do, for us anyway, sorry, was, yeah. and because there's three of us as well, yeah. um, was to come up with a name that that suited us if you know yes, what i mean sure. kind of that suited the desire of the company and what we really wanted to do yes and yeah part of our promise to clients so it kind of fitted it fitted in all of those categories which so so and um, we were really really lucky on that perspective yeah, that's nice yeah and then richard the guy i work with predominantly the kind of the other creative i work with he he built the look and feel and the the visual tone of the optics of the business which again work, works really well and yeah, yeah. Uh, and the account manager i work with is a really thorough good methodical account manager that's just kind of really on it with clients and amazing work ethic as well so mm -hmm. you know we've kind of between the three kind of founding members of the company yeah. like like yourselves at deadline creative we're then able to expand as we need to and reduce as we need to. yeah and I, you know there's no Which point really in positive. paying for a senior designer to sit in the corner for half the year not and really, not do mate. the work you know not really mate. not when I you can just get them well, in you know and i think you know we still still like getting involved still like getting your hands dirty so you know yeah. it, it's nice to be able to do that when you need to and, and it's nice to be able to take the work that we've generated and done and and sell it into a client for our own for ourselves like i spent yeah. a lot of time doing that for other agencies to be honest yes. as you can imagine i was flung in front of clients pretty early on in my career yeah it's one of sure I've, I've done for a long time yes. so it's nice yeah. just to do that for for, for myself for and for people i work with oh right? it's a huge and also the you know whereas you've always been quite keen and in, in uh, you know your incentive to kind of work hard for other people is always there and you want course, to do yeah. well but as yeah. soon as you start your own thing you're like well now i'm going full guns this is yeah. like nothing's going to hold me back now i'm going to do the best i can and the days i don't do so well fine the days i exceed my my expectations yeah. even better and and that's part of the process and i think that's part of the reason why you know aside from the variety of work why i like um what you know our industry is that like yeah. i am excited about what we do you know um and uh, and i do feel that like every day is a sort of fresh um you know, sort of gives you something new to to sort of look forward to doing. Yeah. Yeah, um, and when you're doing it for yourself, there's definitely, um, you know, there's a, you feel like you give it 110% rather than just 100%, you know. Well, just those victories are just that bit sweeter, I think, ultimately, you know, that having the ability to, 
to go in and sell something to a client they go yeah this is great we love it it just feels nicer it's just a nicer feeling to think yeah we did that just us us guys did that you know with yeah. with external support when needed but and then the results and the benefits of that are coming to us as well so, yes you know, sure kind of, yeah you know, it, yeah kind of, it, it all kind of connects together really nicely so that kind of what am i doing now the objective is to keep this going as a business you know we've been up and running for five years we've been lucky God, has to it really been five years because really i can remember when yeah, i literally remember seeing like, when yeah. you first posted and everything was that really five it's years so, it's crazy isn't it it's right. so crazy and like you know and you know i'm sure again you'll find it familiar you know that first year was a real struggle we didn't make any money you know are we doing the right thing what the heck are we doing and all that kind of stuff and then yeah. slowly but surely we accumulated some jobs and some clients and then bigger jobs and bigger clients and yeah yeah well you know and 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 we now have the ability as, as you were sort of saying before uh, before we started doing the questions that we can we can keep it going through this very difficult time i think we could yes. only really do that at five years old if, if yeah, we started the business sure. a year ago i don't think we would we would survive quite simply no no i i agree and i think anyone sort of you know i know um there's a good photographer friend of mine who um you know he, he um was made redundant towards the end of last year and this was going to be his big year to push his business and to get things started and rolling and the first after the first three months it's like nope you have to stay in your house you know wow. so like he's really i mean he's actually been finding work and it's fine but not in the way that it should have been you know and i feel yeah. like a lot of yeah. small businesses will be experiencing that especially the new the startups it must be really difficult because i don't know about you i mean in terms of new business um i mean i've there have been a, work's been coming from weird angles of people that i've not really had relationships before or like um friends of friends have put me on to various people or other clients uh, that's have put helpful. Me to, that's so really that's great. that's kind of been sort of uh, you know not something that i've really pursued in the past but it's kind of been you know flowing some work my way yeah. Um, I yeah, can't sure. imagine what that must be like when you're a startup trying to approach completely new people out of the blue um, and saying, you know, I want to do some work. Yeah, hi on LinkedIn. Hey, you don't know me, but let's let give me some work, please. You know, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's such yeah. a challenge. You can't meet them in person. So you can't go and sort of have a chat to them and show them you're a normal human being. Yes, That's not exactly. even an option either. So, yeah, bloody hell. It's, it's, it's been, yeah, so difficult. So, you know, on the what am I doing next is just, yeah, absolutely keeping the business alive, keeping it going, keeping enjoying what we're doing which we very much do and we enjoy working the three of us working together and also yes. realizing you know some days are bad some days we don't like each other but yeah. that's fine like it's all fine if you know yes. what i mean it's, yeah. it's all yeah. ultimately gunning for the same point and i think it's just yeah so keeping that going ultimately mate yeah no it's really good and you know i think um you know hopefully all the lockdown stuff won't last too much longer yeah. i mean you know it, well, it you, nice. well, you can't last that much longer can it <laughs> it's kind of it feels like it's slowly getting better and then suddenly they're like and then all the kids get kicked out of school again you're like oh great you know but um yeah. but look you know i think you know if this is as bad as it gets then we can cope you know I think yes exactly just, at least you know in this kind of scenario you can you can survive um then yeah. you know it can, the only way is up from there isn't it you know? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so uh, I, I guess yeah. Do you have any advice for anyone starting out in the industry? This is a good one. Well, it's an, it's an interesting one. I think <laughs> when I started in industry, to people starting in the industry, especially now, yeah, um, there is there is probably a marked difference. Probably the one thing I would say is try and learn as much as you can. Um, and keep going because that was the one thing that really uh, you know when I was going through interview after interview and not getting anywhere it was just still keep believing in you and what you're capable of mm -hmm. and that you that you are a valuable creative and you can add 
to a to a design studio because I think if you if you express that and you exude that, people will see it. If you yes. kind of go into an interview and feel like you're a bit apologetic and you're, but I think you've got to exude not confidence or arrogance, but a desire to learn, a desire to be better, and a desire yes. to bring that into the mix of that agency. I think people yes. will respond to that. And I think yeah, just, they do. They do, and especially with creatives, I think like they thrive for the people that are energetic yeah. and have a, you know they they bounce ideas, and if they immediately have a an adverse reaction to you. You know, like you're yeah. this kind of black hole that sucks everything yeah. in, and you're not giving well, you're anything just like really out. Really insular, and you know, oh, yeah, you know, it's hard not, work, it, quite awkward, and yeah, I, I think it's. I mean, I there, think, you know, there is a place for those designers, but just not. It's just not as easy for them, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I think I think those those design, you know, those designers, and a lot of designers probably come under that category, to be fair. And I think you know, you're right. There is a definite place for that kind of um, that kind of creative mind because it can be methodical and thorough mm -hmm. and still very creative as well. Yeah. Um, but I think when you're, when you're starting out in the industry, I think you have to broadcast the good things about yourself as loud as possible for yeah. people to believe that you are worth giving so much of their precious time to. Yeah, because, you know, sure. You know, I, as, as a middleweight designer, I've been given a junior to look after, and it's a bit like, oh, mate, I've, I've got, I've got so much to do. I ain't got time to hold this person's hand. But yeah. I've, I, I have made sure I've done that. But I've no other designers that haven't done that, or other creatives that haven't done that, because I haven't got the time to. So yes, here, here sure. go and mount something and get out of my way. So I think it's yeah. just making sure <laughs> that you broadcast your ability and your want to keep going and learn and, and, and yes. be an active member of that studio. I think that's so important. Yeah, that's very good. That's good advice. And it's right. Cause people can be very shy and I've been in interviews with people before where their work's great, but then they're, they're not kind of the best advocates for their own work. And, and you can see over time, maybe they would get more confident, but then yes, that's the yes, thing so that even the, the uh, you know, the employer then kind of thinks, do I want to, take them through that process you yeah. know do i want to wait for them to come out of their shell you know oh, yeah exactly, it, is, exactly. It, is, it all goes into reasons why you get hired you know i um, think so and i think you know now you have that barrier as well of, of maybe not being in the same room as them i think that you really do have to broadcast the, the best mm. parts of yourself to, to people yes. that are potentially going to employ you i think it's it's more important now than ever i would say. yes yeah absolutely absolutely so there's a tenth question yeah, which is from our old friend Mr. Glover Glover man. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, hi Ian, I'm sure you're still watching because you've got nothing to do. Right. Um Glover, how are you doing? <laughs> so um his question was um what would you do if you weren't doing your current job? That's such a weird question. I know. Can you see yourself doing something else or would you consider planning a second career? You know, so if you weren't so doing what what I think doing, yeah, I mean, what I think I would probably do is you'd I don't fall, know. I mean, like fall back on that drama GCSE. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where the drama GCSE really starts yeah, to pave exactly. the way. Just do a lot of freeform improv in the park. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just kind of like I see you as a mime <laughs> in uh, Leicester Square. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> mime like statues, like paint myself in gold. Yes, because you know, there's just not enough of them. <laughs> not enough of those guys. I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I mean, I, th I think. It, to be completely honest, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else, and that sounds—that's not—I know yeah. that's not answering the question, but that my honest answer is, I don't—I don't know what else I could do that I would enjoy as much as what I do now, really, to be honest. And, and that could mean, well, maybe one day I'd like to go back and pay some of my um, experience when I've got more experience than I have now back into yeah. education, you know, maybe go and be a lecturer or something like that, and try and kind of give some of my experience to people. I, I could are, see you doing something like that. that. 
you know, I could see you doing something like that. I mean, you know, sort of visiting lecturer sort of scenario. I don't know. Tweed, a lot of tweed. I was going to say, I don't know. Does anyone want to do that full time though? Because I think you get a little bit like, I think I don't like the idea of that being it then, you know. Uh, I like. Oh, so you've given up then. That's So you've quit the industry and now you're a teacher. But, you know, the whole kind of, you know, every Friday I'll be in the studio sort of scenario. I could really see you doing that. I could see you. That would help a lot of people, I think. I mean, at the moment you'd be in that studio by yourself. Yeah, exactly. There'd be no one else there. I'm here. basically. Yeah, exactly. Just so, a different kind of screens all about the place, like yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's loads of laptops everywhere. <laughs> um, but I think you'd be good at that. I think that's uh, you know that feels like something. And also, you get to that age where you know enough that you probably could help somebody into their. And I think you know, as we were saying, you know, what way, way back when, when we started this podcast six or seven hours ago, <laughs> we were yeah. about... it's now into day three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think, you know, as much as we kind of we kind of laughed about our, our university and, and the generation of ideas being the central pillar of that, it is something I've kept with me throughout the years. Yes. In that it's, yes. it's about the idea. At some point, it's about the idea. And then it's about the craft and the, and the delivery and the broadcast. But it's about the idea. And I, I feel I worry that um, that, you know, in a time when boredom is outlawed, like you have no time to give your imagination time to express itself because you can't you you, you know you're on to the next screen you're on to the yes, next thing you're yeah. on to, you know i see it with my five-year-old son now yeah yeah times where i'm i, I love seeing him just play fight in his own mind or you know yeah. do kind of go on flights of fancy in his own bedroom i love that because it's like that that stretching and the workout of your imagination is so important yeah and i think it, it's just you the longer you can hang on to that, even when you're at university, as long as you can hang on to that, that expression of your imagination and using that engine, I yeah. think is, um, I think it's really vital. And I think, you know, and I'm sure as, as you would attest to, you know, in this, in this coming age of automation, you know, where, yeah. where things are become going to become more and more automatic. The one thing you can't do automatically is come up with ideas for stuff. That's still yes. something that's mercurial and kind of like is a type of alchemy that I don't think a lot of people understand. So I think it, mm -hmm. it, it will become even more precious. Yeah. I think okay. as time goes yeah. On. That's interesting. Yeah. And I, I like, I like the idea that there's a future where, you know, the technology and changing, uh, you know, um, sort of environment that we find ourselves in, in our careers is uh, supporting us rather than taking us over. <laughs> You know, I think it's, uh, you know, and I think it, you, know, you can see a future where that could be the case. Like you can go online and go to Fiverr and get your logo done, you know, uh, I'd, and, I'd, you know, and people do. That's where I get all my ideas from. So. <laughs> yeah, I was a deadline creative is famous for it. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I spend 20 quid a day and I make 40 quid. So, you know. But I do think that that's, uh, that's something interesting that, you know, like you said, it would be great if um, there is a world where, um, you know, the, the, that sort of creativity is 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 the core of everything and everything else i think so i think that you know and i think you know as you say you know as technology gets better i think it's, it's probably the one thing that i want you know to kind of bring it back to my family and fear it's the one thing i want him to have as his greatest commodity is his ability mm -hmm. to generate ideas for stuff whatever shape yeah. and form they ultimately take yeah i think to have that desire to think about stuff and think about solutions for stuff mm -hmm. i think is super important so i think yeah. that's something that you know if if i could take that forward as a, a you know as a career i think yeah into, into kind of lecturing and education i think is something i would like to yeah you know, 
maybe one but, day do. But it's interesting because it almost comes back to what we were talking about right at the start, which is, you know, as soon as, you know, like you were saying about having the time to kind of express yourself creatively yeah. and, you're, you know, your boy expressing himself, yeah. you know, as soon as the pandemic comes on and it's like you've got a little bit of extra time, you mm-hmm. know, you default to doing your uh, sketchbooks, which you wouldn't have had time to do otherwise. Yeah. And yeah. it's incredibly satisfying. And so likewise with yeah. me, like doing, you know, I started like doing a comic book with this guy, which yeah, like, I wouldn't have even considered uh, yeah, looking at um, because uh, suddenly there's that little bit of time where you suddenly sit back and you think and you think, actually, what, how can I get something out of this that isn't so negative all the time? You, yeah. know, you read the news and it's like, you know, you, you have to have something else propelling you forward. And, and yeah, it, I think that's, that's great. It doesn't happen all the time. So yeah, when yeah, life does snap back to normal, whenever that is, you know, that's all going in the trash. Yeah. DL leaflets from Fiverr come on yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> bring it on <laughs> but yeah I do um yeah so I think um so just to sort of wrap things up uh we, yeah. we've been going for a while but it's still we're, we're doing all right we're doing all right cool. okay, I, I thought maybe I'd trim it down a bit but I, I've been having a good time so good, uh, good. I'm glad I've enjoyed I'm sure it as well mate anyone that's switched off by now you know Right. <laughs> um, so yeah. So now it's your turn to ask a question. So this is well, this is just something I've been doing to link them all a little bit. Um, which is, you know, if you've got a, an idea that um, or a question that you might want to ask the next person I'm interviewing, and it can be yeah, literally so, so about so anything. My- yeah, so my, my question was, if if you could have a chat or do a video podcast with anyone mm. from um, the history of advertising and design, so I wanted oh, to do it with anyone good. at all, but I thought yeah. that would be insane because I want to talk to Genghis Khan and what was he playing at? So I don't think I don't think that's probably right. But in the, in the context of like advertising and marketing, if you could have a Zoom call with anyone, yeah. who would it be? Um, that that was kind of my question. And my example was, um, I'd really like to chat to the creative team that came up with the Mashgate Smash robots oh okay I, I yeah yeah what, that's cool yeah i, I remember watching that as a kid and just thinking what the hell is like how have they yeah. you know brought ma- instant mashed potato because it's a future product to like those crazy metal yeah, robots and, like, what was fantastic. that journey how did you do it and like that's the I sign of really a good campaign the fact that you, you know that pro- i'm imagining that campaign crosses your mind at least twice a day <laughs> I think, yeah, much, anytime I see a colander near something, I sort of think, Going, is that a robot's head? <laughs> but that's so good. And it's funny because immediately, for no reason, I hadn't really thought about it, but the, you know who popped in my mind? And it was, um, do you remember we used to have that guy come and see us called Mike Fox? with his yes. ex-model wife for some reason i just do, thought yeah. i'd really love to chat to that guy now like i'm sure he's yeah you know, he was old a really then, good show, so, but he uh, he i think out of everyone that ever taught us he had some absolute gold i'm not sure we mind him enough because no, i think, I think like, you're probably right I think because you're probably he, right. he i think he was like some kind of king among kings but we weren't fully we'll aware of it that he- I, I think we'll find out that he actually created like Helvetica. Like yeah, that was his idea. It, it, but the thing <laughs> is, is that I think he, he was behind a lot of campaintion in the seventies yeah. and eighties. I think you're right. And, I think he was like, um, a real old school advertiser. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And I think, yeah, just, it'd be really great to kind of talk. I mean, it's always good, isn't it? To kind of talk to historic people in advertising and to kind of listen to the stories around just yeah. some of those classic ads that permeate your childhood. So yeah. I think he, yeah, I think he uh, uh, particularly was around that time of like the sort of 70s and 
eighties where he was like working at Saatchi's and Wolf Orleans yes. and all yeah, these places. Yeah, exactly. And I'd really like to have a chat with him about what those experiences were like. Cause I yeah. think like, you know, I think it was incredibly different, you know, different times compared to what we're used to. Oh, but, God, yeah. but also he constantly used to refer to his ex model wife and I never had the confidence. <laughs> I never had the confidence yeah. to ask him about it. And now I just want to know, tell me about the ex model. He'd wear, he'd wear a suit and trainers and he'd be sort of yes. occasionally dropping the fact that he had an ex model wife. I mean, that's a bold um, choice a suit and trainers i mean you're already stepping up to the plate pretty pretty severely i mean i yeah, might start exactly. i might start calling my wife my ex-model wife because i'm kind of <laughs> like that's a, a, a bit of a, a mantra i think that's ex and my ex-model wife here usually, <laughs> yeah exactly, they're, they're exactly. Sort of like a model what a model of what, what's happening that's here? What what I, I, it's bothered me for 20 years sean i need to know now <laughs> <laughs> I Foxy, need to know. if you're out there and we know you're watching and we know you're watching mate you know from your from your bed or you know tubes and whatever else is going on you <laughs> exactly. know like, i imagine he's like a sort of davros figure now you know sort of half yeah, machine definitely. you know <laughs> <laughs> just living on anecdotes just endless <laughs> that, that's his sustenance <laughs> another anecdote yes, <laughs> oh those are the days um, well, mate, I just want to say thanks very much. This has been brilliant. Yeah. It's been Absolute really, pleasure, really thanks good to much. catch up with you. And thanks for coming on. I know it's all, uh, you know, I'm taking up your time and you should be No, working. no, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But, Absolute pleasure to do it. And, you know, I think happy to be part of this. I mean, I do see this really growing and being something more. So if I'm a very small cog in, in on journey, the ground floor, as they say. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, maybe we'll, you know, there'll be sort of you know, a chance to do it again at some point. You know, maybe because yeah, I, so, I was I almost so. thinking we should do like a kind of three-way satellite link up with Ian Glover and do something yeah. between the three of us at some yeah, point. That would be, be really quite cool. good. You know, really um, cool. But maybe... Oh, maybe oh, not. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yes. No, you're all good. Yes, you're all yes. good. I oh, know. Sorry, I'm still on the call. Sorry. Oh, you know what? She heard, she heard you say ex-model wife. And that was it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Like but yeah no maybe we'll we'll do something in the future if you're up for it you know I'll, if i can yeah, think no, of a, a vehicle for for us to do something it'd be great yeah, but, mate, really it's cool really good and um i'll put all your details and things in the the links and whatever into the site and all those sorts of things i, I tend to do that with the um when i post it out you know because people like yeah to perfect mate. your work and stuff so yeah thank you very much and yeah, yeah again it's a great opportunity and a profile raiser for me so yeah, yeah absolute pleasure and always great to catch up and chat yeah. so that's all right sean mate i'll i'll, I'll sign off yeah, perfect. Good to, to see you, mate. Another 15 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome, mate. Thanks very much. I'll speak to you soon. See you soon, man. Take see you care. later. Take care. Bye-bye. And there you have it. Another look into the industry and a creative journey from my uh, good friend, Sean. Um, thanks again, mate, for coming on the show. I really, really enjoy catching up with you and hopefully we can do it again at some point. Um, so, yeah, if you like the show, then please do hit like, subscribe, all the usual stuff on YouTube. Um, if you've downloaded it from Apple, if you could put the thumbs up on that as well, that would be really, really great. All of this helps grow the channel, which is, uh, you know, thanks to your support, it's um, it's doing really well at the moment. So, um, yeah, I really appreciate it. So, until next time, be good, stay safe, and be kind to one another. <laughs>